0: I am so fucking excited for this episode, guys. Olivia and I have spent hours, days going back and forth. So I'm just going to basically, we're just going to jump straight into it pretty much. Um, just want to do a little intro. If you're not aware, my Badass Bitches Academy is fucking open and I'm so fucking excited because I've added a, an option where you can actually get Baba plus the next round of Queen Alchemy plus extra one-on-one. So I'm just going to leave all the details if you're interested, if you feel that pull in the description below. If you don't know Baba, it's my feminine business coaching program. There's over 50 fucking lessons in this in this portal that we've created. And like, I have spent the last month creating it and it is fucking amazing. Plus, we have Zoom calls every month for three months. And then obviously, if you go for the one-on-one options, you get all of that as well. It is so fucking jam-packed and so fucking juicy. And I'm literally so effing excited to help you guys literally 2020 bulletproof your business. Because like, I feel like we're all needing that right now. 2020 is like whoa and we all need to bulletproof our businesses if you haven't already and it's possible to do so so i'm gonna leave it there everything's in the links below click on it have a read x y and z it's a total vibe send me any questions you've got or send us any emails with questions and we will answer them otherwise buckle up and get ready for probably the juiciest episode ever hello and welcome to the feminine as fuck podcast I'm your host, Monica Gates, a period and ICF-certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking, but too afraid to say
1: you're like the fairy godmother like helping them through um there it's so crazy so I don't know if you know Ryan Yakome um he's like a money coach um I don't think so he's like an Asian guy um anyway he studies like conspiracy theories and a lot of times he's like way too much for me so I, I go between periods of following and unfollowing But he studies, um, I think it's called Gematria, and it's like the numbers within like the elite, like the deep state, the elite, the satanic forces that are at play, like their satanists, basically. And so he he looked it up, um, George Floyd equals 119, so 119. Well, guess what that is? That's 9 11. Like, if you flip it, so 9/11 And 11. Oh. And he believes 9 11, um, he studied it so extensively, but 9 11 um, was an inside job, like, and was to create chaos, right? Division. Yeah. Well, then he looked up um, George Floyd. It took eight minutes and 46 seconds for him to die. And the um, first the first plane hit the World Trade Centers at 8.46 a.m. Oh, oh, that's so fucking creepy. Uh-huh. <gasps> and then the, um, oh like, my the God. word down is crazy. Oh, my God. Yep. Coronavirus, toilet paper, mind control, Black Lives Matter, and Washington, D.C. are all 56, like, with the, like, way that this system works. And he was just like, you know, he studies it. He talks about all the time, but he's like, this world just isn't what we think it is. And basically the, the whole, like the whole thing around like the Satanists and the elite is that they want death and destruction and like chaos and like no law and order. So that's what we're watching happen right now, whether it's true or not. It's like all these things are at play to create absolute chaos in our world what what the fuck yeah fucking wild
0: whoa Mm -hmm. well on the other hand I just looked at my Amex bill because the payment didn't go through and my last my last payment didn't go through from BPAY BPAY I'm 30 grand overdue I'm like are you fucking kidding me and it stresses me out because mm. I have this thing where I I stress out about not paying my Amex bill on time because like, I don't want like a credit rate I don't want to get in trouble. No one's going to get me in trouble, but I don't mm. want like someone to be like, you're like, you're stealing money when it's like, no, I have plenty of money. I can pay it. It's just that like, why was I not getting alerts on my phone being like, you're overdue, you're overdue. Like I paid this shit like last month. Well, I thought I did, right. but like the BPAY must have bounced or something. And so I'm just like, fuck,
1: it's so annoying. Anyway, well, it sucks. So <sighs> now you're like, you have to pay like du- like the double. Cause now you're due for like this month or whatever.
0: Yeah. Which is fine. It just like stressed yeah. me out. I'm just like, I was it just all stresses me out. kind of bills and just paying everybody today. And then I saw that and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And it was just like, I thought I paid last month. And then it's like, oh, now I have to pay double when I've already paid everybody else yeah. today as well. So I'm like, I don't know how much money I spent today. Anyway, YOLO. Um, okay. ah. <laughs> oh my God. I've been like running around like headless chicken today. Just like trying to do work, do work, do work. Oh my God. Do you love my cup? Let
1: me see. Oh fuck.
0: Yes. Do you sell those? No, but I should. I, I just like don't I want to have to post one. them
1: myself. So I need somebody else to post them out. So I, um, had this set up for a while and it, I just didn't have enough people ordering them for them to make sense, but you have a much yeah. larger following than I do. Cause I used yeah. to have the one that says crystals, coffee and cock. And it was like the three of my favorite things. Oh my God. Was that, did you design those? Yeah. So I, I hired my graphic designer oh my to God, create I it. I one of them, but I didn't know where you got it from. Uh-huh. Yeah. I sold them for a while. And so, um, but my Graphic Designer made the graphic and then through a, a website called Printful, you can get it where you upload the graphic, you put it on the mug, like you pick the mug, whatever. They don't have very good options, but it is what yeah. it is. It's a mug. Yeah. And I like my yeah. mug though. It's a it's a good, good size and a good quality. And then um you get it just plugged into your website and people buy it right through there, and printful sends them out for you. They make them and send them, and then oh. you just have to like pay for it and you just charge a little bit more, so you're making a profit. Yeah. Oh, super I love easy. that. Super easy. Oh my god! What's what's it called? I'm gonna fucking do yeah. that. It's called Printful. Print p r i n t f u l dot com. Super super simple. So yeah, I Shelby could it. totally get it. I just did,
0: I just didn't want to like have like a fucking cupboard full of my feminist fuck cups.
1: Although well, and you don't like I don't want to fucking. Oh, you you
0: what? I have a neon sign here because I got this neon sign. Oh, I love it for my New York event, it. and I literally took it across the world, brought it to London. It's in my cupboard, the neon side. I'm like, I should put it up somewhere. Now that I'm going to be here for ages, I'm like, I need to like hang that shit somewhere. You
1: have to. Oh my god, you have badass. to. badass. Well, badass.
0: Say, but ass doesn't sound very good Australian. Like badass, it's like badass. Bad ass. It's, 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 like, it's not very
1: like. It's not very like yeah, but badass is like, mm, like yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. That's true. But I think anything sounds cool in an Australian accent. So you reckon? talk I really do I have um a client who's Australian and I just always love listening to her talk except she talks so fast and sometimes I'm like wait I lost you I lost you Like, come back come back because she's just like going and I'm and it's like a voice memo and I have to like yeah. play it a couple of times like oh oh okay yeah 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 like because <laughs> I'll lose her um because I'm sure that's how you guys just talk to each other all the time yeah. you know yeah 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 that's so, so funny. funny yeah I don't even know where to start but yeah well I'm already oh. recording so we'll cut
0: bits out that's not relevant. Um, all right, let's jump in.
1: So welcome, everybody. I'm Monica. And I'm Olivia. Welcome. I'm a Cancer, and Monica's a Sag, and apparently she hates Cancers. <laughs>
0: but I love you. We don't, we don't understand how this works Is anybody. Wait, what's your rising in your moon again?
1: So I'm a Cancer Sun, a Taurus moon, a Virgo rising, and then I have like a bunch of shit in Leo. Okay, so I think that I connect with you on the Leo. <laughs> that's, that's all we can put it down to. It I just love to it. give Monica a shit because I'm married to a Sagittarius. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was about to say it and then I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's just funny to me that you always are like, you know, about the whole cancer Sagittarius thing, but for some reason we get along instantly clicked, feels like I've known you for fucking ever. And yeah when we started talking about all of this and peeling back the layers and the truth, we were like, holy shit, we need to tell our audiences about it.
0: Yeah. And now we spend like three hours. And like the other day, our conversation was like three hours long or something. So basically we have been unpacking this stuff, guys, for now probably a week. Um, I spent like five hours on Sunday writing this. Like we've we've been writing up this big document of just like questioning everything. And we go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, just kind of questioning everything in regards to the media. So basically... Absolutely. um, Also, guys, when any of you post this on your Instagram, can you just be careful with what you type um, or what you... The the actual screen recording, if you have our voices that you share, because apparently Instagram is actually monitoring um, if you're... Yeah, can you believe this? Did you see how the, the video the video of, I think it was Trump was taken down because it wasn't in line with Instagram's guidelines. And it was basically, it was basically talking against the liberal opinion or something or other. So, um, it's, and a couple of my followers, when I posted how, like, do you see how I said action blocked when I was on my personal like account that no one knows about. And I tried to yeah. like my own picture and it said like action blocked. And a few of my clients replied yeah. being like Instagram and, and Facebook are actually monitoring, like, your like what you're talking about um so basically all we are saying is can you just for like please 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 share this episode because it's very very important to open people's eyes but just don't write down like how instagram is bullshit or anything like that in the words because they'll pick it up and we don't want to get like blocked or anything and whatnot.
1: Well, this happened during COVID. Remember when like people would share things about COVID from the non mainstream opinion, it would block it out on Facebook and Instagram. And it would say like false information. Yeah. And basically they, like there were people hired on standby to like watch what's coming through and they would block it. And it's crazy how deep this shit runs. And like, here, here we'll go with our disclaimers to kind of start off. Yes. This is not like we are n- with no political affiliation. Uh-uh. Um, I have voted here in the US on both conservative and liberal side, depending I don't on even the election. Politics, majority of the time, to be honest. So, like, this isn't yeah. is about politics, basically. This isn't about politics. No. Now, be mindful it is an election year. So, watch the trends. If you go back and study from all different angles what happens each election year, it'll blow your fucking mind. Yeah. But this isn't even about that. We. Are speaking today basically about, okay, look at how the media is typically one narrative. And if you step out of that narrative, you're either censored, you're blocked, there's assumptions made, you're taken down. Um, there's so much more that goes on behind the scenes. So this is not political today. We're actually sharing stuff from both sides. Mm. Um, and both Monica and I have pulled back when we were really like kind of focusing on the mainstream narrative and we were just getting our information from social media as millennials do. And we were just reposting and kind of talking about this and forming our opinions from there. And then we were challenged by people that we love, by people that we respect to just like, Hey, there's more to the story than meets the eye. And that's when I pulled everything down of mine, actually got off of Instagram completely for four or five days And I, we went into this like rabbit hole of, okay, let's look at conservatives. Let's look at liberals. Let's look at the independents. Let's look everywhere and find just the really powerful questions that we're asking ourselves that other people are asking again on both sides and just starting to see like, what's the bigger story here? And then what do I feel in my body and my discernment and my energy around what's actually true? And where am I just being fed and being mind controlled? And basically like, we're just these sheep, you know, you said, (laughs) walking around just like in these like mindless numbed out states, which then were easily controlled, which is what happened with Corona. It happens with a lot of things. And um, yeah, we're not going to go into conspiracy theories and stuff there. You can do that research for yourself. Yeah. There's conspiracy theories on both sides as well. Um, so just really, this is just a thing of like, open your eyes, like, oh, holy, shit. holy shit. And we caught ourselves being mm. sheep, and which like, is not what you do as a leader. No.
0: And like, to be honest, um, like my dad and my parents, actually, both of them have said to me multiple times in the last year, stop getting your news from Instagram, Monica turn on the BBC, and I'd be like, "No, nah, I was fine, you guys. Like, this is embarrassing to kind of admit because, like, it's so naive yeah. to me. I literally thought no, I get the news from Instagram. Why would I go on a different app? Why would I spend my time Googling different websites? Why would I turn on the news? Like whatever I need to know, I get from Instagram. And it wasn't until this big wave with the, with the death of George Floyd that I was then sending my dad all of these videos. And I was like, Oh my God, what the fuck is happening? And I was freaking out and I was so angry. And my dad said to me, Monica, you need to take a step back. And it was actually when I then started to see all the Americans being like, make sure you vote, make sure you vote. And I paused and I was like, this is oddly convenient. And that is when I pulled back and I actually Mm -hmm. started to look at not even both sides politically, but I actually started to discern for myself of this was like, this became common sense to me of like, huh, this is very interesting that there is an election coming up right when this happens and that's when I actually started doing research and I have been now Mm -hmm. we've been researching for the past week of just looking at different stuff I I see something on Instagram you know like for example um that 75 year old um uh protester that has that does a lot of protesting for different causes can't remember his name might be in my notes um that the uh, one of the Boston was it Boston um oh what's the what's the other city that you guys have called b started with b
1: oh god um Baltimore? and it was the city that like pushed it, it was the policeman that pushed that old man i don't remember the exact city buffalo, but yeah i buffalo. mean i think it,
0: it was buffalo oh uh,
1: buffalo new york
0: okay yeah, yeah. so yeah. buffalo um so a policeman like uh, sorry a policeman from buffalo or whatever pushed this old man and just like nobody ran to help him like that was a fucked up thing it's mm-hmm. like okay maybe he aggravated you maybe you wanted to push him but the fact that you just like no one ran up to him. you all kind of like, were like, oh, whatever. I was like appalled right. by it. Right. Anyway. So initially right. I was like raging with anger, then took a step back. And then from a liberal side, they, someone fucking posted this shit about how it was all made up. And I was like, hold on. And dad was conservative like. Conservative side.
1: The oh yes, yeah, Sorry. Conservative yeah, side was okay, that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you.
0: I get confused. So the conservative side, which by the way, is this is all opposite in Australia, apparently. Like, fuck knows. Again, that's why we're not talking, we're not saying one side (laughs) over the other. We're just like sharing information. And dad was like, Monica, everything on Instagram can be Photoshopped. Literally everything. You actually cannot take anything Mm -hmm. from Instagram as true. And like, to be honest, the more that I've been researching all of
1: this, I'm like, can we take anything as the actual 1000% truth? I don't think. So I asked Lauren that. I asked Lauren last night. I said, "You know, it'll be really interesting to see if we'll ever know in this lifetime the objective truth because I don't. There's so many fucking layers. It's so multifaceted. Yeah. No matter what lens you look at it through, I really don't think we'll know because I really this is where I believe we are all waking up and we'll talk about the spiritual warfare side of this. Yeah. Um and you can study more about that. But it's like we're all waking up and in your body if You discern what feels true for you. I do believe that that's something your soul already knows. That is truth to you. It's almost like people who are really passionate about anything. And it feels like people who are, for example, in like religion, I don't walk around thinking they're all fucking brainwashed. Like that actually feels really true in their body in that yeah. season. That's what their body it has the capacity to recognize. And I think it's beautiful for yeah. me that felt true for a while. And then I woke up to being like, and, and again, not that I was more woke and not that I'm like more elevated or more conscious or more spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's not a fucking hierarchy, yeah. but when I woke up to, Oh my God, there's more to the story and I started studying all these different angles, I found a different truth. Exactly. And that feels so real in my body. As coaches, both Monica and I, we're not even here to tell you what the truth is. That's why we're not talking politics. We're not telling you who to fucking vote for. You have to discern that for yourself and really don't know the deeper truth and deeper. As you get closer to your body and your own intuition and you get so um, inside of yourself and in your own energy, you'll be able to discern what the truth is for you. But as long as we are on this planet with the frequencies that we're at, there will be polarity. That's just how our universe works. So there's going to be people who are this side and people who are this side, people who refuse to hear anything else, people who won't open their minds, that's okay. Like We're not shaming those people because in fact, shame is like one of the lowest frequencies that there is. And we'll talk about that. Um, And so this isn't about shaming you. This is just about saying, hey, have you ever thought about it this Mm. way? Because if people hadn't done that for Monica and I, we would have just kept like, bah, like blindlessly, you know, blindly going this way um, as sheep and we wouldn't wake up. So it's like, there's a movement that happens on Instagram and it's up to you to say, whoa, pause, Mm. what's going on inside of me here? Or am I just seeing celebrities or leaders that I respect or people I've invested in saying it there? for it must be true. And we're like, no, it might not be yeah. depends on what yeah. you feel in your body. Exactly. Like you have your own truth. And so like,
0: you know, it, I mean, to be really honest, and I'm sure Olivia, you're the same. It's like, we've done all of this, but I still don't know the actual fucking truth. Um, so read this old man really quick. So one side, one Instagram thing was like, Oh, that he made it up. Like it was all faked and all ployed. But then okay. I was like, hold on a second. Dad was like Monica Photoshop. So then I was doing some Googling and apparently he's in hospital now they could just be saying he's in hospital and he maybe isn't hospital. We don't know, but the fact- Was the- he paid? Was he right. not? I don't exactly. know. Exactly. The fact of the matter is we don't know. And I, and what we're feeling is that a lot of people are are thinking that they have to take Instagram as the truth when, when deep down there's something in them that's like, hang on, and they're not letting themselves listen to that. So we kind of decided, we went, guys, we just want to say, this is a very scary episode for us to do. Um, we would like to ask that if you have mean messages to send, they, we're not going to accept them. Like they're actually not going to be received. So like, there's really no point in you wasting energy on that. Um, it says more about you than it does about us. If you don't have an open mind, that's fine. But don't listen to this episode. Like we're only here, we're here to inform and to to bring some, you know, questions
1: to you guys with an open mind. And, and um, again, we don't have to agree. We can all still oh, sit at the same table. We're not trying exactly. to convince you of anything. Exactly. If you can't be challenged, look at your beliefs. Cause they're not actually that anchored and that rooted in truth because someone can come at me and I'm happy to have like a respectful, challenging conversation. Yeah. I think like, even if you're vegan, Have a fucking conversation with a paleo person and vice versa. It's important. If you're an evangelical Christian, have a conversation with a Jew. Like just open your fucking mind beyond the one truth that you've been conditioned or indoctrinated into believing. That's all that this is, you know, just zoom out. Exactly. Yep. And
0: um, so we just want you guys to have an open mind throughout this. We don't, this is not like a place for judgment. And we want to let you know that like, it takes a lot of energy to be a leader. We've actually already recorded this episode once and we decided to scrap it and re-record. So this has taken hours of our time. So um, we would appreciate days. that you, yeah, days, hours, like a week now of us going back and forth. <laughs> and it takes a lot of energy for us to do this because it's, it's scary. Like, let's be real. I mean, a lot of people are getting severely bullied right now for speaking about anything besides the mainstream. And we're even seeing celebrities and actually celebrities opening up, um, and saying, you know, I, I'm not agreeing with what's happening or I want to post something a little bit different. or I want to question things and they're not allowed to because they're worried about how the media will twist it and then how it'll ruin the PR. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's scary to us. That's scary. And like, yeah. I've experienced it in the past week, yeah, the past week, um, of people twisting words that don't have that intention. And, and it's not because there was actually anything for them to really grab out of it, but they it's this shame. It's, it's them trying to find anything that will validate their narrative. And guys, if you've got a narrative and you're wanting this to validate your narrative, just pause, come back to this when you actually have an open mind. And we're saying that really, really seriously. This is going to be an episode that will make you think, and it's not going to probably make you feel light and airy fairy and empowered afterwards. You're probably going to yeah. go fuck at the end. So if you're having a shit day, don't listen to this episode. I wouldn't recommend listen to this episode. Okay. When you're actually ready to like have discussions with people like Olivia and I are, are, are part of a WhatsApp group with like 40 other people. And it's amazing. It's, it's, we wake up with like, I woke up with 325 messages this morning and basically (laughs) it's insane. Basically we pop in different articles, different things, different questions, and everybody will then rebut what you're saying. And it's actually been amazing because then it makes you think even harder about what you're saying. I've been really enjoying it. And like, let's be real, there's times where I'm like, fuck this is exhausting, but it's made me question every single thing from different angles and come to a really concrete belief of what I know to be true for what needs mm-hmm. to happen. And everyone's got a different idea. But again, it's just like having those, those difficult
1: conversations with people can be so fucking fascinating. It really is fascinating. And and here's the thing you have to know your own energy because yeah. there are days or moments of the day where Monica and I are like, dude, I got to tap out. Like, I can't yeah. talk about this anymore. Like, I've got to go turn my brain off for a while or go take a bath or go dance or go do something. Yeah. And it's really important, especially right now, no matter what side you're on or like what your beliefs are, that you're taking care of yourself because there's a lot of energy moving moving as a collective. And what we don't want to happen is there are days where I'm not going to lie. When I started like pulling back the curtain and like lifting the veil and seeing what was underneath all of this and studying it, there are days where I'm like, I feel fucking hopeless. Like what's even the point? You know, I feel helpless. Like I'm one person. What actual change can I create? And you know, there'll be mornings where I wake up and I'm like, God, I'm just like so tired. And it's like, when will the truth come out? You know, like it just feels like there's this defeat feeling or this disappointed of like, what's the fuck is the point. And what I've had to do is like just on those days, like honor that honor that human feeling, but then tap into what it, what care do I need right now? What does my soul need right now to continue to show up and play my part in this? And all of our roles will be different here. You might not go record a podcast on this and that's okay. Silence, which Jake Woodard was talking about on his podcast today is actually a beautiful tool in this spiritual warfare game and this movement and revolution that we're in, because it means that you're tuning into your energy and, and you can do a lot in meditation that you can't do when you're just spewing shit all over the internet. Exactly. So honor where you feel called to show up, how you feel called to show up, It really is going to be very individual based on your capacity. And if you burn out and if you're just laying in bed feeling hopeless and depressed, like you're not going to be able to do much of anything for the frequency of the planet and for this movement. So honor where you're at. It's going to be so different. And the other thing I wanted to say too, is um, we made like little notes here to try to get everything disclaimer, this is not about the black lives matter movement. Specifically. We are going to talk about a lot of different pieces and we can all agree as human beings, no matter where you're from or what, you know, where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, the system is fucked in different ways. Like they the education system, the healthcare system in America, the poverty cycle, the violence, like there's a lot of aspects to this. We're not going to focus in on one movement. We're not going to focus on race. We're not going to focus on any specific piece. There's a lot of layers here. Yeah. And we're more so just looking at like the, general kind of overview of everything for this one podcast. And if you love this, we'll keep recording them, yeah. um, as we continue to learn more, but really just being with yourself in this podcast, pausing when you need to taking care of yourself, coming back another day when you have the capacity for it. Um, and just taking all of this and then going and like to continuing the research far after we're done having this conversation, because there really is so much here and it's, it's progressing every single day. there's new articles that come out, there's new stories coming out there's new facts and evidence and that's what's really important to look at is not only what feels true in your body, but where are the facts and what are the patterns and, and different things that we can look at here, which is why I said like, look what happened in 2016 when we had an election year, like notice the things. And it's not about an opinion. It's just about fact. It's like on fucking paper, you know, in a graph, like there's no like making that up. So be with it. Um, and just know, we're not going to focus on race today. We're not going to focus on the black lives matter movement. There are many, many, many layers here. And Monica and I both agree. Black lives do matter. We both agree. Like the police needs to be reformed. We both, you know, we've got so many beliefs here. So assume whatever the fuck you want. That's on you. This is just to start asking bigger, more curious questions and to sit with them.
0: Yeah, and for both of us, like this, this question of us like being like, "Fuck, we're meant to be leaders," and we've actually been sheep and like this is our apology to be like fuck we've actually been sheep it yeah. was triggered by the black lives movement but it does not ma- it does not mean that we are not on board with it we are bringing this to you because it's been triggered for us and it's been brought to our awareness that like fuck We've been sheeps and we haven't been questioning what we've been seeing in the media. We've been taking it as the truth. Even through Corona, I took everything the media says as as the fucking truth. Anyone that was saying to me any conspiracy theories, I was like, nope, that's fucking bullshit. And I mean, most of you guys would have known like when Corona first started, I literally said on Instagram, I'm not available for it. I'm not going to get it. Then a month later, when I was in London, I got. Corona or plus threat for at the same time. Then after Corona ended, I was like, fuck not after Corona, after I finished getting Corona, I was like, fuck this shit. They need to let us out of our homes. So I went through all the different phases. So I'm by no means perfect. Um, Olivia's by no means, by no means perfect, but we just really felt that it was our duty as leaders to do mm-hmm. this scary episode, um, to put ourselves out there. Um, and we would really, we would really appreciate your positive feedback and for you to share this with friends, um, just to help open people's fucking eyeballs basically. And to wake up those that are asleep.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Have people start thinking for themselves. Here we go. Exactly. Um, so where to start, where to start now now that we're like a half hour in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: Other disclaimer is that, um, so Instagram is a trending platform. Basically with Instagram guys, the most popular and politically correct opinion goes viral, but I want you to be coming. I want you guys to be thinking of your own truth. You guys to be coming to your own answers because when you start to see a movement on Instagram, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's like me too, whether it's any, any, like whether it's fucking anything, it doesn't matter. Have you actually looked at the whole picture? Have you stepped back and gone interesting? Let me discern for myself. Or did you just believe it because you started seeing it being posted? Because I will admit in the past, I believed because I started seeing it being posted and I took it as the fucking gospel.
1: And it's only- And I did that. I did that with this movement. I started reposting and reposting and reposting. And I don't disagree with everything I posted. There was a lot of good shit in there that I still agree with, but it sure as hell wasn't the whole story. So I deleted it all because I needed to reground into my truth before I just started to share because I was being guilted into if I'm a leader- I have to post where now I'm like, eh, that's not actually true. Being a leader means being able to discern when to post and when not to post. And also it's your platform. So you can fucking post dick pics all day if you want to.
0: Um, Something else. (laughs)
1: I will never do that. No I one wants Cynthia. to see a dick, okay? Yes. Like dicks are the like not cute, you know? Like I have like a butt on my wall. I've got like a, people having sex on my wall. I've got like, you know, I would put fucking boobs on there. I would put a fucking pussy, but a dick? I don't need a picture of it. I got it in my brain. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's not cute. Like we can all agree. I don't need any <laughs> dick pics anywhere that are framed. Okay, thank we you. We can also,
0: majority of us agree based on every conversation I've had with girlfriends is that we all like men men with fucking pubes I don't like it when men
1: shave it's just like this random elephant trunk yep. coming out <laughs> it's just like... and well and then when it grows back and it's scratchy and it's like no it is not a vibe like I no like no manly no. like tribal yeah. like give it to me kind of vibe like it's and then you get a pube in your mouth and you're like it's okay <laughs> it's like in your throat like it's worth it it's worth it okay 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 so what I was gonna say before we went on the dick ramble but we're here for that as well is that a dick ramble <laughs> that needs to be a segment on the podcast dick rambles with Monica and Olivia welcome we could play our you've own planted, podcast you've called Planted that. the seed now you've planted the seed um so don't steal that bitches
0: I will come for you <laughs> let's trademark that shit right back in now okay right so what I did want to say as well and I think, Olivia, you can agree to, for this based on our conversations, that this movement has opened my eyes. Um, this movement has opened my eyes to having more diversity, to open my opening my eyes to like the real... And I've been very aware that Australia, I mean, America, especially compared to Australia, um, and the UK, where I now am, has a shitty system. Um, and there is a lot of injustice. Um, and that, yes, things generally come easier to us because we are white and we are not denying any of that we, we are hearing you we are seeing all of you no matter what color race background you are we want to also say that this is um we see feel understand and hear all of your experiences and this is not to invalidate any of them This is not to invalidate any of them. This is separate fucking matter. This is about the media. It's separate, totally separate. And we want to make that really fucking clear to you guys. And we ask that you please do not twist our words because the words here are not meant to be twisted. They are are being said exactly how they need to be received.
1: Mm -hmm. there are absolutely racist people. Mm -hmm. We are not denying that there absolutely is a thing called privilege. We are not denying that. Um, and there absolutely is shit that needs to be fixed, you know, like there really absolutely is. And that reform needs to happen. So we're not saying like, Oh, fuck all of this. It's just, wow, there's more here. And I told my friend Lauren this all night, and this is just my opinion that I stand behind. Monica has her own and, um, I said, as long as we're focused on race as like our main piece, there's going to be division because the truth at the end of the day is we are all different. We are like that. You—it's not. I don't see color. You are black. I am white. Like you are Asian. Like we all have our own backgrounds and our histories and our cultures and our skin color, and diversity is part of our world. However, there is aspects of inequality. There are poverty cycles that, especially in the black community, it's harder to get out of. And you know, we our country does have a lot of history around slavery and these different pieces. So we're not denying that any of that, um, but there's a lot of what's happening right now is creating a lot of division and you're either on this side or you're on this side. And there's, we're losing our rights as humans to be both and, and to, you know, be able to honor and also know our truth at the same time. So we honor, we validate your experiences. I've been having beautiful conversations with Black friends of mine. Um, I've been studying different Black experiences all over the board, and I'm I'm in awe. And I am I'll never understand what it's like to have you know dark skin ever. And and so I hear you, I see you, I, I validate your reality, your experience, and what feels so true for you. That's not what this podcast is going to be about. So although we're not gonna touch on that, um, that disclaimer there is like, we love you and we see you and we'll continue listening and we'll continue learning from you. Um, That's not gonna change. We are more so looking at, like you're saying, kind of the overarching theme of this whole podcast, you know, 40 minutes in, (laughs) is about the media, the media, the media, and just zooming out and looking at how there's so much more to the story than just one thing. Just as your experience as a Black person might be different than another Black person's experience, mine as a white person might be different than someone else, we all have our own stories. And so can we all just listen more to each other's experiences? And rather than trying to make someone wrong or share name someone, instead really validating them and seeing them and noticing how nourishing and how healing just being seen and validated by another human being, how actually healing that can be.
0: Yeah, and I think the major trend that we're also seeing just right now um, with everybody, this is not even Black Lives Matter. This is everything and everybody is how we are jumping to assumptions. Women jump to assumptions that all men are bad. People jump to assumptions that if you have blonde hair, you're dumb. People jump to assumptions, and that is causing issues. Like we are pre-judging people based on how they generally generally look it's what we're doing mm-hmm. and, and this is an mm-hmm. invitation for you to just like acknowledge where you're maybe prejudging people because the thing is you actually don't fucking know them like you really or like you're prejudging influences or people that use on instagram but you don't actually know them so there is going to be you know there is so much alternative information out there and so we are wanting mm-hmm. to share that with you we are going to share with you guys some information that we've seen and ask questions and we literally are asking questions like if someone's got the answer fucking tell mm-hmm. us like we're going to ask questions mm-hmm. um to get you guys thinking and yeah, let's go.
1: Perfect. So we talked a little bit about kind of the um, poverty cycle. We touched on um, Instagram being trending and you feel like, and
0: also actually, so with Instagram, Instagram's about like a trending thing, right? And you Mm -hmm. feel, and like Olivia and I fucking felt this, you feel like a bad person if you are questioning it. And like I don't know about you, Olivia, but I think that's a fucking problem. To feel like I'm a bad person for questioning something that's happening on Instagram, it's, it's almost like I feel like Instagram has become our version of the Bible. Literally. Mm-hmm. Like if you mm-hmm. question Instagram these days or you question Facebook, you're a bad person. Um, and, and this is wrong. This is where... People, again, are adding shame and guilt and judgment to anybody that thinks slightly differently, which personally Mm -hmm. I think is fucking wrong. I think that this again Mm -hmm. comes back to this piece of you can have different opinions to people and you can respect them it's like what I always Mm -hmm. say your husband doesn't need to be pulling tarot cards with you for him to respect you to pull your tarot cards it's about Mm -hmm. not judging people and it's about getting out of your fucking ego and coming into your soul and everyone's operating like a lot of people operating just so from their head of just like it's my way Mm -hmm. or the highway and it's like actually it's not your way or the highway everybody has their own reality and everybody's reality is valid everybody's
1: reality is correct to them there's a lot of projection happening right now there's a lot of policing happening right now um no pun intended, like obviously we're talking about police reform in, in the world right now, but there's like this policing thing happening on Instagram where, and it's, it's this idea where there's a lot of, especially like I'm watching and this isn't, this is just my experience of what I'm witnessing. A lot of white women policing other white women from a space of like kind of projecting onto them, their anger, their frustration, their own white guilt or their own, you know, white fragility or whatever it might be. And just assuming and like literally like throwing it up on them and then making that like that person's truth when really, that's not what that person said. You're twisting it again, like you said earlier, to fit your narrative. We need to be pausing, coming back into our own energy, like literally imagine yourself unhooking from that person that triggered you or that comment that triggered you back in your own body and respond from a grounded, sovereign, self-contained space. And it would be wild the difference that happens on social media. But what's happening with this shame and this guilt, like that thing you sent me of like, if you feel white guilt, then you're guilty. Like that's just the biggest (laughs) load The bullshit I've ever heard. Like I have not committed no. a crime. Like I, I, I personally
0: do not believe that the color of my skin makes me a guilty person. Maybe or like white toxicity. Yeah. Yeah. If I had slaves in my house, then that would make me a guilty person, but I mm-hmm. don't carry guilt about myself because I operate from a place of love and from like compassion from human fucking decency, all mm-hmm. the time, Mm -hmm. all the time. I always come back to,
1: is this a decent human thing to do? That's like my favorite fucking words. Right. Absolutely. And so what's happening is these lower frequencies, like the shame and the guilt are getting projected and it's like, oh, and then, then as I've talked to a lot of clients that have felt this way, I know you and I felt this way in the beginning of like, Oh, Oh my God, now so, uh, something is wrong because I'm white, you know? And then it's like, Oh, and now I need to go do all of this work to fix myself. Cause I'm broken and I'm part of the problem. And I'm watching it happen everywhere where everyone's apologizing for something that they never did. And basically uh, apologizing for taking up space and feeling like they need to they mute themselves and feeling like they don't matter, and and all of these things are happening. And sure, again, there are people out there that that's the real truth. Like they need to be doing this work. And I think it's important for all of us to be aware all of the time of like, huh, where am I coming from? Where are my unconscious biases? What more do I? Yeah, could I be educated here? Could I be corrected? I don't know. I'm learning all the time about everything, race and otherwise. So there are pieces, but instead, what we're seeing is it's you're bad, and you're guilty, and you're wrong, and you're shameful. And it's because you're white and you can't change that. Like, I can't fix that. And I, I believe in my belief system, no one is a fucking problem. You are divinity and form, you're God in a body. Like he didn't fuck up by putting you in this body and giving you this experience. So what are you gonna do with that? Are you gonna believe that? Or are you going to start to think that someone must be a problem here and we're creating this division of you're either on this side or you're on this side versus just being able to zoom out and not take Instagram as the Bible and just start to see the bigger picture. So again, I feel like I'm repeating myself now, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, guys, point being is like, if you, I'm going to plug myself. If you go on my IGTV, I did a meditation, a feminine healing meditation. And at the beginning, I explained to you how to call back your energy. And if you're not doing that, start doing that because I'm noticing with all of my clients, like all of them, they're leaking their energy everywhere and I have to keep pulling everywhere. it back and pulling it back. They're mm-hmm. leaking it everywhere and like they're letting their energy be sucked away by these mm-hmm. media streams. Why do you think all of you guys are so fucking exhausted right now? It's like, yes, there's mm-hmm. a lot of heaviness going on, but you're allowing yourself to be available to be sucked away by the heaviness. And like, I've been mm-hmm. really coming back to my own energy. Energy. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of yep. energy this week and a lot of focus this week because I've actually culled mm-hmm. like a thousand Instagram people that I follow and I've culled a pile of stuff. Mm-hmm. And now my Instagram is high vibrational content in there that makes mm-hmm. me feel inspired, which is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's incredible what that does for your for your energy. So be really careful because this, the stuff that you're consuming as well, whether it's the truth or not the truth, it's heavy. So go into yep. the things, go into yep. your research with like, your energy and make sure that you're plugged into your energy. You're not plugged into somebody else's energy. Do not start doing this at 9 p.m. at night when you are leaky and exhausted. Do this when you are feeling like I'm fucking ready. Um so Beautiful. if you So we if, talked about the old yeah. man. Oh yeah. So the old man. So that's just an example. But so we talked about him. Yeah. Yeah we talked about him. Um and then oh yeah so that's one thing. And then um okay so another we example had an example of Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So another example with the media doing like literally whatever it, it, whatever it takes to get its story out there. So a year, a year, so, a year or so ago in, yeah, in Australia, about, I would say about a year, I landed on the front cover of the Australian, which is think about it like uh, kind of like the New York Times, like a big Australian national newspaper. I was on the front cover with my dad. Now, yes, like my Sagittarius and Gemini was like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm not going to deny that by any means. But the reason why it happened was because a PR person was obviously stalking my Instagram and they followed me because they knew that I was my dad's daughter, obviously. And my dad's in the public eye, as is my uncle. And, um, As soon as, so I mentioned basically that my dad was, I think I mentioned like my dad's running for a seat and I wasn't meant to, and I didn't know that I wasn't allowed to mention it. So I said it on my way to Pilates and it got out straight away. Now, then what happened is I and I'm not gonna go fully into it because I don't even remember the full entire details and I don't want to give the wrong details, but my dad can explain on his episode when he comes on to talk more about like how to actually make change. Um, because he's gonna do an episode on that, which is gonna be amazing. And actually, I'm gonna put a link to a Google form. If you guys have any questions for my dad about like how do you make actual change in the system, um, please leave them there um, because dad's gonna do a very informative podcast where he's gonna dumb everything down because I am his daughter. And if I can, if he can explain it to me, he can explain it to you. So, um, point being is, I ended up on the front cover of the Australian, and not only was I underage with a glass of champagne in my hand and a gun around my leg with a slit up to my fucking pussy, mm-hmm. there was also no permission. They got the they got the image from Facebook, and yes, Facebook owns the image. Blah blah blah. But the point being is that I was actually underage, and what if I was? what if I'm actually was, had no confidence. It was really insecure. And that, what if that actually broke me seeing me on the front cover of the Australian? What if that was like traumatizing for me? Now it wasn't because I'm a strong character and like what I'm my dad's daughter, but what if it was really fucking scary to me? And basically all the media did was they grabbed what they wanted. And the Australian, by the way, is a, um, Pretty sure it's a Murdoch press, which is liberal. And Dad was creating an independent party because the liberals in Australia are like normally people like dad usually would vote liberal. Um, but the liberals in Australia were doing jack shit for climate change, but they were doing a great job marketing that they were doing mm. shit for climate change, but actually they weren't. And there's a video of my dad, which is like you watch it and you're like, Monica is his daughter, where um, basically Josh Freinenberg brought up a lump of coal as a quote unquote joke to a press meeting. And my dad stood up and ripped into him and it's like on YouTube and it's, I watch it and I'm like, no fucking dad, because dad's like me. He does not take, he doesn't allow people to get away with the bullshit anyway. And they did a great job twisting the whole fucking story and put it in the Australian newspaper to fit the narrative that like dad was wrong and the liberals were right. Right. And, and the whole time that he was in, um, uh, he was doing his, um, his political stuff and whatnot. And there's a podcast episode on it. You know, dad reported to the ACCC that they, that, that they were committing illegal activity. You know what the ACCC said? We can't do anything about it. He phoned the fucking police that we can't do anything about it. Literally. Do you know what happened? Literally, so they were making shit up about my dad. Like literally there was no part of the comments that they were saying that had any truth that had been even like twisted. Like literally they were making shit up, pulling stuff out of thin air. And my dad phoned, don't know, but reported it to somebody and they literally said they're allowed to. So you're not allowed to do this generally, but for elections, you're allowed to make things up. So the is and whatnot is like, Basically, one of the governing bodies that stops um, that stops misleading and deceptive conduct, right? For example, like you would say something that was totally misleading or totally deceptive. They would, they that's like get the law, and this is the governing body for it. So they were saying stuff that was actually completely factually incorrect about my dad, and like had nothing, no validity in the statement. And they literally told dad that they're allowed to because it's the election. So you are allowed to make shit up about people for election time. But not for the, not for other things, but for the election you're allowed to. Now, I don't know about you guys, but to me that screams fucking issue. Like that screams, what the fuck are we being
1: told? That is absolute bullshit. Like literally bullshit. And the, the piece about it is it's, it's either like completely false information or what happens, what I notice a lot when I started to actually look at articles or take an article that I saw and then do further research to look at the fact behind it. Yeah. What's happening here a lot in the US as well with the media is things will get taken out of context. So, for example... Um, <laughs> Trump needs to get his phone taken away and not be a tweet person, right? He should not be on Twitter. Like, let's all be honest. I think we can all agree on that. Um, However, a lot of his tweets are taken out of context. So the one about like the thugs, right, that came out with the protesters and he called the protesters thugs was taken out of context. When you look at the underneath it, he was talking about the, the rioters and the looters who actually were a lot of white people. It wasn't actually black people that started a lot of that. It was actually white people. And you could look at too, like the protests, you could zoom out and you could look at why were there bricks that were just there? Why were there two by fours when there's no construction going on? Like, these are the questions that we're asking. Um, but you look at even my, one of my girlfriends told me about this video that Trump had done and he had talked about George Floyd and how he's looking down and X, Y, Z. And she said it. And I was like, did you see the actual like whole speech that he gave? And she was like, well, no, I just saw the one that so-and-so posted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that was literally clipped this clipped this clipped this clipped this wove it together here's the story and then everyone's seeing that headline when you look at and you actually look at the speech you're like oh interesting like this isn't actually what he said it wanted to fit their narrative they wanted to have backing and that's allowed unfortunately same thing with the rubber bullets and the tear gas you watch the press secretary confident, uh, conference and she's literally telling you that was not used. And here's what happened. The police came on the loudspeaker. They said, protesters at the White House, you need to back up because we need to increase the perimeter. Yeah. Protesters didn't listen. They repeated it three times on a loudspeaker. Police, water bottles, frozen water bottles are getting thrown at police officers. Bricks are getting thrown at police officers. No. They, they were getting told back up. And she said, and the press secretary said the police have every right to defend themselves. Now, do I also believe there are corrupt police officers out there? Yes, there are plenty of stories that also back up that narrative. That's not what I'm saying of like I'm choosing a side. What I'm saying is, who here listening to this podcast has ever listened to a press conference? Who here has actually watched an entire speech given by a leader whether it's president or a, a you know a governor or a mayor or whoever and actually watched it versus seeing the highlight reel or the clips that the media wants us to believe. These are the fact checking that we need to zoom out and ask and be like, huh, is this actually what happened? Or yeah. is, and and for example, the rubber bullets and tear gas thing. And, and then when they did end up using force to push everyone back, the, the reporters in this press conference were asking, well, who gave the order? And the media is saying Trump gave the order. Actually, Trump <laughs> didn't give that order. Like if you look at the facts, so I'm not here to tell you what's right. I'm not here to tell you what's wrong. I think that, again, I have values on both sides. I have my own belief systems and my own opinions that align with my values. I, I believe that there can actually be right and wrong on both sides, A 1000%. This is instead just using critical thinking and judgment of yeah. pause, pull back, even if it's someone you're voting for. You don't even have to fucking believe the story. You can still zoom out and look at the facts and see, huh, what's the actual truth here based on fact versus people. People's opinions and what the narrative is trying to get me to believe
0: totally and actually read your press conference thing um so I hate to admit this but the first time I actually watched a press conference was beginning of this year in January because of all the bushfires happening in Australia right and this is the problem a lot of people only get involved when really bad shit's happening and then they're like okay now I'll start watching the only reason why I was watching it was because my dad was watching it and I support my dad because I know that he has the biggest heart and the only reason why he decided to take it take the chair and literally I actually remember saying to him like dad like I support you in this like you I know that it's like within his soul to do this let mm-hmm. me tell you guys I would not wish it on my worst fucking enemy to be a politician the stress mm-hmm the pressure, the the shit that they go through, the way people twist their words, I could not even imagine that. But my Mm. dad did that and continues to do so because literally he's like, I am the only person that will do it. Nobody else is taking one for the team. Nobody else is doing what is right. I mean, for example, Josh Frydenberg in Australia, when he had his campaign and he had like millions of dollars behind him, Guess where the millions came from? Taxpayers' fucking money. Guess who funded dad's Mm -hmm. campaign? Dad did. It was his own money, right? Get this, get this. This is how fucking shit people are. So Josh Frydenberg's got these ginormous like fucking poster boards everywhere. And dad's like, well, I can't afford to do fucking that. So you know what dad does? And I'm like, this is how creative my dad is. I just fucking love him. He goes and buys a pile of like secondhand trailers and he, he, he literally gets those like zip ties and zip ties a pile of his like face, like the the political board thingies that are like cheaper to print all around the trailers and leaves them. He parks them all around like the Melbourne suburbs that he was like doing the seat for. And literally Josh Frydenberg's people were like going to fine him if he didn't remove them. You're allowed to park your trailer or park your car wherever you want. But because dad's face was on it, apparently now you're not allowed to park your car where you want.
1: Sounds so cool when you say that, park your car.
0: Park your car.
1: <laughs> park anyway, your car.
0: Point being, so I watched my first press conference the beginning of this year. That's kind of embarrassing to admit. admit. And when I watched it, I actually, my blood was boiling with how mm-hmm. fucking shit the words were and, and the way that, oh fuck, what's the Australian prime minister? I need to Google his name right now. It's going to be like terrible for me to not know it. Hold on. Australian. It's like on the tip of my tongue, prime minister, uh, Scott fucking Morrison. It is that when you watch his press conferences, like the way that he smirks and doesn't give a flying fuck, about what he says, like, how can it not make your blood boil? The thing is, most people don't watch it. Or most people think, me included, that if you repost shit, you're making a change. The only reason why I know that reposting makes jack shit of a fucking change is because I'm educated by my dad. That is the only reason. I have only become aware of politics stuff right now and and all this behind the scenes and how how much criminal activity goes on behind the scenes to the point where my dad took them to court, literally took them to fucking court over criminal activity, the Liberal Party. I only am aware of this because of my dad. And it's alarming to me because most people, hence dad's coming on, most people are oblivious to this shit. And And that's okay, but hence we're doing this podcast. Anyway, so if you watch a full press conference, you can't not have your blood boiling over people like this that just don't give two flying fucks, but say the right things. And and then you get the condensed version on Instagram or whatever that supports their side of the fucking argument. Now, the problem is what I'm seeing is that people think reposting is going to make a change. Guys, dad's going to explain it. Reposting does fucking nothing besides create awareness. It creates awareness, but that is it. Do you know what actually makes change? fucking learning and voting and not just voting who you see on Instagram and who looks pretty and based on their marketing. No, you need to research them. Who are they funded by? Where did they get the money from for their political campaign? That is what you need to be looking at. What has been their past history? Like not just what are they saying now, but in the past, have they rocked up to press conferences with lumps of coal and they've been like against like, oh, climate change is bullshit. Oh, and now all of a sudden climate change is real. Like, do you actually believe that shit? Yep.
1: Yep. And someone like thinking of, you know, someone who's been in office for many years before, what have they actually done? Or are they using and, and saying all of these things to market themselves to get you to vote for them? And they've actually never done shit in their however many years in office before in different parties um, and in Congress. Look at, looking at even, um, are they actually backing what their um goals are and like the things that they're gonna do or are they just talk and are they instead just continuing to trash the other side like what are the Mm -hmm. fucking facts looking at even like a current president and even like looking at the history of like hey what have they done since they've been in office i'm embarrassed to say i didn't know shit that the current president here in america had done his entire you know Um, three, four years that he's been in office. I had no idea until I started to look and I was like, holy fuck. And I started to educate myself. So again, it's not about who your parents are voting for, who the church is voting for, who your favorite mentor is voting for. What is the actual fact? And are you educating yourself and having these powerful questions and voting then based on that discernment in your own body, in your own truth and standing behind it, not getting bullied into, because there's a lot of this going on right now. If you vote for so-and-so then and fuck you. You're not credible. You're a racist. You're a horrible human being. There's a lot of, again, assumptions going on versus this idea that mm, actually like I can vote for whoever the fuck I want. And so yeah. really like that whole pausing piece. And I also wanted to, I don't know if I want to bring this up, but we, we can, can cut, cut this cut out if you it, don't want this. Way. in yeah, here. Um, but I wanted to say that thing that I sent you where, cause we were talking about questioning, right? Just questions mm. that we're asking. And Nicole Arbor had posted, so you want me to take a class on how to get rid of my toxic whiteness? So wait, being white is toxic now? Like she goes, you know how we know that's messed up? Say the same thing with another color in there. Exactly as it is. So this this thing that she's talking about is to join this certain person for an informative and transformative workshop on dismantling racism and white supremacy. Here, word for word, whiteness is toxic and is harming every one of us. That makes like, me feel sick to my stomach, because if a you bl- swap put it, blackness in there,
0: yeah, right, swap it. Like this okay. is what this is what's interesting. So I mean, again, guys, discernment, right? Discernment, 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 discernment. But even just actually, I want to quickly just jump on the president thing. So, for example, and this is embarrassing to admit, but I'm going to admit it because I'm a fucking leader here and I need to. So before the legit the past seven days, I thought Trump was a faked hand narcissistic, like ass fucking hole that is dirty and hairy. (laughs) That's (laughs) what I thought of him. And
1: if I was living in America- Which some of those things are absolutely true. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes. So correct. And now this again, he probably, he may be, we don't know him though. We don't know him. So he maybe actually is a narcissistic asshole, but are you voting for a prime minister that just is like friendly and like, oh, lovey-dovey. Or are you voting for someone that makes a fucking shit done. He's shit He's not having dinner with you. He's not coming over. He's not, you're not marrying him. Now, the thing is, you know, if I was to not do any fucking research and we were talking about this on the phone just before, I would have voted, if I was an American citizen, I would have voted for Obama or which I can't, I don't know who's fucking, whichever was like available or Hillary Clinton. Why? Hillary's a woman. And so I'm like, oh yeah, go women, right? Obama, he's like a nice family man. He always seemed very grounded. Like everybody loves Obama. And Trump, he's an asshole. But then when you look at the fucking facts, now I'm not saying who I would vote for. I'm not even a fucking American citizen. I don't give a fuck. But when you look (laughs) at the facts, who's in court right now? And who's getting shit done? Who has done a lot of fucking shit since being... They're, they're not prime minister what do you guys call it president
1: the president while getting verbally and you know publicly abused annihilated and people trying to take him down left and right like yeah. i personally would never want to be the president and i say that every time like i don't want to have dinner with him i don't want to sleep with him i don't want to marry him <laughs> however I like don't want to sleep with look on. at right oh god um and here's dick. the thing like well, and it, here's the thing that I think is really interesting. Look at interviews. Again, education. Look at interviews for people that have worked for President Trump. Look at people who have worked for Biden. Look at people who have worked for Hillary Clinton. Like, Hillary's literally in court right now. It's a fucking fact. You can look it up. Um, you know, whatever those emails were that got mysteriously deleted and the whole Benghazi thing. Like, again, you guys, education. A lot of people are like, oh, she's a woman. I, and we and want to look question isn't it interesting olivia that she's in court
0: and obama's doing something all well whilst this has just all of a sudden
1: started Mm -hmm. it's because we're distracted this is what happens yeah interesting exactly it is interesting see questions Mm. So it's looking at, you know, interviews by people and like, you know, what has Biden done for the black community? What has Trump done for the black community? What have they done for women? What have they done for the economy? You know, so again, like I was the same way. I was like, fuck this person. They're a misogynistic asshole. You know, I'm hearing all this shit that's all over the media. And when I actually pulled the veil back to look again, do the same for yourself. Don't take my word for it look into the facts, look at what's actually happening. And, you know, like for me personally, we tried the whole nice guy thing, the good guy for president for a long time. This is my opinion, take what you want, leave the rest. Mm -hmm. Shit didn't get done and shit was messy, right? You look at the piece around, um, a businessman. We've never had a businessman in the office before, Look at the rap sheet for what's gotten done in the last three years. Again, factually based. It's pretty insane what's actually happening while also dealing with everything going on. So before we just assumed, oh, here's another fact check that happened. Um, During Pride, right, there was um, the lighthouse when Obama was in office was lit up with a rainbow. Okay. And then they were like, and here's your president. And it was President Trump and the White House was blacked out, no lights on at all. And factually, people looked into it. Both pictures were from Obama's time in presidency. It actually wasn't Trump's. So again, look up the the facts for yourself. I'm not gonna sit in here and like cite everything below because this isn't a college paper that I'm trying to get a grade on. You can do the research for yourself and who knows, maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. I don't really give a fuck. But it's just, again, looking at, Where did they pull this from? Is this actually real? And being able to pull back and take out your ego and take out, oh, people might judge me. And instead saying, I am a human being who's independent, who can critically think for myself and can do the research. And yes, it takes time. And yes, it takes energy. But you guys, who we vote for and what ends up happening here, Australia, Canada, United States, wherever you are, this is us setting up the new world for future generations. This is a very big deal, especially as the millennial generation, we have a responsibility to start to do something about it, not just talk, Cute on Instagram so that everyone thinks that and we're a good white leader. Fucking talking people, about please. Because every time, exactly. like this is the thing: the amount of people, and let's just sit with
0: yourself. When the massive BLM thing started, did part of you want to just digest? And I can guarantee most of you would have wanted to go, yeah, I wanted to digest. But so many, so many people started reposting because of fear of what would happen if they didn't repost. I had a friend that literally, and is a business advisor, and he said, I literally advised, advised all my businesses, whether they, whether they were for, against, up, down, blue, yellow, black, whoever, to post a black square. Why? Mm-hmm. Because the scrutiny that you could get for not agreeing was so much worse than just following the trend and this is the problem so to survive we do it exactly and this is the problem it's like no like people i'm not saying that everybody just posted the the black square have to take a post in the black square what i'm saying is that people are afraid now to think for themselves because apparently Mm -hmm. now if you think for yourself you're basically going to get witch hunted and this is causing a problem because You guys, like, it's getting pretty obvious with 2020. And if you haven't picked this up yet, wake the fuck up like America and everyone, Australia, whatever. Like, you know, information is really coming through that's telling us something else is going on. And if you haven't Mm -hmm. woken up to this, I would encourage you to wake the fuck up. It's taken me a while this year. I will agree. It's definitely taken me a while, but I'm realizing more and more that like we need to wake up because I am worried that sooner or later, like we are going to be a lot of us. And then the majority of us are going to be heavily brainwashed by Mm. the media, like heavily brainwashed. And like, you know, you look at movies or you look at television and television, tell a vision. Wow. Tells a vision. You watch it enough, it becomes wow. your vision. It becomes your reality. Why do you think so many of us have that Cinderella story in our head? We want our prince charming. We've got flowers at the door. We want to be whisked away you know, we want him to like, you know, just pick us up off the side of the street. We have these fantasies. We weren't born with this in our head. It was televised and it became our vision and then we want it. And when we feel like we don't have it, or if we feel like we believe something else, it's yeah. like, that's not enough because it's mm-hmm. not our reality to believe this one thing. So you need mm-hmm. to, start to just like pull the fuck away from all of the social media and the Instagram because. Instagram, like we said at the beginning, it only pretty much shows the common, uh, the the common majority consensus,
1: like the group think. Yeah,
0: exactly. That is politically correct. Fuck. Yes. Politically correct because as we're being shown, if you haven't fucking realized, being politically correct is getting us jack shit fucking nowhere. And like we, I saw it in Melbourne, for example, with my own fucking eyes. Girls my age. Bullying Peanut, my fucking dog, like saying dumbass shit about my fucking dog that were on the liberal side. (laughs) Like, you know what they Uh, said? Like, you probably like lock her up, and they said something about like you probably abuse her and lock her up at home. I'm like, Peanut, are you fucking kidding me? Like, if you you watch my Instagram story, she is like the the furthest thing from fucking abused. Anyway, she sits at the fucking dinner table with my family. Point being is, these young people they weren't born being like pro-liberal. It was because they're family is so pro-liberal and a lot of people for example and this is just in Australia like just not even party related but like you, your family votes for a party or even for example let's actually just do AFL teams so in Australia AFL mm-hmm. is like footy right I for example go for Hawthorne not because I know anything about footy but because you my not, so foot is footy football footy. footy is football but not soccer it's like it's like a cross between oh God, rugby and football. I feel like if my sister hears that, she's going to fucking kill me. Cause she's like, that's incorrect. Just AFL is like the Australian football league. It's a sport, whatever. Very hot. Oh, okay. The only reason I watch is for the it's hot The Only reason, okay. hot man, hot man, hot man. Point being is I go for Hawthorne, not because I know fuck all about Hawthorne. The reason why I go for Hawthorne is because my family goes for Hawthorne, my extended family. And when we moved to Melbourne, everybody asked me, it's like one of the first questions you get asked in Melbourne, what team do you go for? So I would just say Hawthorne, not because I actually knew anything about Hawthorne, but because it just been like passed down. And so many people, me included, so like they, they just vote for who their families voted for, especially young people, because we're lazy. Like How many of us can fucking agree to the fact that, that it's our worst nightmare to sit and learn about politics? The worst fucking thing. Guys, I, can, I will fucking say this out loud and it is shitty for me to say, but I'm gonna say it. When it comes around to voting, Right. I know that I vote for my dad. Like I for that for that election, I voted for my dad, obviously. I know for voting, I literally asked my pa- I asked my parents and I memorize in my head the numbers on the sheet. I've got a photograph of memory. I memorize the numbers in my sheet. I go in, I do it, and I leave. I don't know who the fuck the people are. I ask my parents. And I can I I guarantee you 90, at least 90% of you listening would be doing the exact same thing. You ask your partner, you ask your parents, you ask somebody else who do I vote for? And because you trust them, you trust their opinion. It does not mean that what they believe is wrong. But what I'm telling you guys is we, I'm just showing you, I'm trying to get you guys to question of like, wow, how much do I not actually make my own choices? I am a sheep. I'm like, ma,
1: and I follow the fucking crowd. <laughs> Let's go over to the effing parlor oh. and get a makeover, bitches. <laughs> yes. Uh, or like, if you were like me, your, your parents, you know, you wanted to rebel. So, like, you said, fuck you, parents. I know you're voting for this person. Yeah. And then I voted for the opposite person. Like that's what I did just to like piss them off or for, I mean, in all honesty, I'll admit it with my dad, for example, I discredited him as, Oh, you're just some like conservative evangelical. Like Mm. I'm not listening to you because you're so, you know, one-sided when I actually sat down and had a conversation with him, like critically, and we're just like kind of challenging each other back and forward. He actually studies all different angles and he would send me shit. And I was like, oh fuck. And then I was like, kind of had to swallow my words. And I had a client tell me this too. Her mom, super conservative. She just like wrote her off at, cause we're so woke and spiritual, you know? So we like write them off of like, fuck you. You don't know. And then her mom, she's like, she literally texted me yesterday. She said, oh my God, my mom is way more woke than I thought. Like, oh my God, I think she's actually, like, I actually agree with her and this is kind of freaking me out. So it's no. so wild, but that's really it. Or here in America yeah. for football, I my dad was from Wisconsin and we lived in Minnesota. So everyone around me is a Vikings fan. Well, I am what my dad was, Packers fan. And so, and I always used to joke that, oh, I have to, you know, be a Packers fan or I wouldn't have a place to live as a kid, you know, because my dad was like yeah. so crazy about football. Wow, so really? is. how many people, like, that's like ingrained. brain. if I don't agree I will die well and that's biological programming like it's biological we want to survive
0: because if we think about the bullying going on right now it's like if I don't agree my business will die that's actually a thing right now if I do not agree well not even agree if I do not post about it, let's actually take away the word agree if I do not post
1: about it right then my business will die and that's then sure. I will die because then I won't yeah. have food. I won't be able to pay my bills. Oh my God, exactly. I'll have nothing. I will be on the street and die. Exactly. Damn. That's yeah. that's like a real fucking thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to have a place to live. That's just
0: like shit programmed into us. it. Mm.
1: Yeah. It's And it's just how I really do too. It's conditioning and it's just how we're hardwired. We are... Community connection-based beings. It's why COVID was so hard for so many of us because we yeah. thrive on connection and we want to fit in. We want to belong with our, you know, tribe, our clan, our, our our family of origin because that is safe to us, and then therefore we will survive. So it really is in our DNA. So this is scary, and I personally like you know as I've unpacked things through um, looking at anti-racism and whatnot, I go to safe white spaces for me to talk about it. I don't expect. Black people to caretake my feelings, mm. um, so I talk about it in safe spaces. I was laughing with my dad about how I have like a support group with like you and and those other people are like you know all of these yeah. people that kind of are thinking the same way we are and are willing to to question and to challenge versus just agreeing with everything. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, that's funny. You guys have like a little support group over there." And I was like, "Yeah, because I need a place to belong, so I don't feel so isolated and scary and alone over here." And that's been really helpful. So that's why we're saying just start asking the questions you know it's like huh if this photo is being shown when was it taken if this is being said what do they mean if and this person is running photos, what guys, are the photoshop i'm just yeah. gonna
0: leave that the word photoshop just there mm-hmm. you go the end like photoshop <laughs>
1: So out. the yeah. other thing that I saw happening a lot, um, cause I know we have so much here and we don't have to go into all of it in yeah. this episode, but I know that another thing we both saw was, for example, let's defund the oh. police. Okay. I don't care what, what your going. what your are on that, but how many of us actually knew when we were like defund the police, how many of us actually knew what the fuck that even meant? Mm. How many of us mm-hmm. thought critically and said, okay, if we defund the police, what is the plan? If we're protesting and we're like, okay, we want equality. What is the end goal? Like, where are we, what are the systems that actually need to change rather than just being like, fuck systemic oppression. We need to change this. Yes. And what is the goal? What is it that needs to change? Because so many of us actually couldn't answer that. We just are reposting it and saying it without thinking critically and actually like pulling back. Do I personally yeah. want to? You know, and and defund the police can mean a lot of different things to a lot of people. So again, so some like, people say it's to abolish the police. Some people say it's just to take some of the funding away. So, it's so my, is it?
0: Yeah. Well, my concern with with yeah. defunding the police business is it's. I don't think people like my question to you guys is when you're saying or reposting defund the police right now let's just pause for a second I want you to think to yourself what does defund the police mean Right it means take the <laughs> funding away so that will mean let's go down this path so that will mean if there is no funding to the police right there will be less police if not no police. So what about all of the kids that have just died and the massive amount of murders that have happened in the last week in Chicago that, I mean, where the fuck is that being flooded all over Instagram? That apparently doesn't matter anymore. And it's black people. What about all of them? So what would happen if we had no police? That would be worse. There would be more of them. What would happen? What about... What about the um, woman that was held at gunpoint by George Floyd, right? A lot of us also, me agree, we can can all agree, by the way, the way George Floyd was killed was fucking disgusting, inhumane, absolutely gross. And that dude, yes, should be in prison and like deserves his punishment, 1 million percent. And all the police that were not doing anything about it, agreed, agreed, agreed. We can all agree on that. And. Mm -hmm. I will admit when it first happened, I was disgusted and I assumed, right, again, another assumption, I assumed that George Floyd was an innocent black man that had been targeted and that had been killed because of him being being black. Now, when I started doing research, how many of you knew that he was on methamphetamine and fentanyl?
1: How many of you knew- At the time of his arrest and death. And again, the death was extremely wrong. And yes, that is an issue. Yes, the police needs reform. Yeah. Yes. How many of you knew that he pointed
0: a gun to a pregnant woman's belly, right? And while, while, while him and his gang or whoever raided the house. Now, for that woman, the police caught him, right? Because of his number plate. What would have happened, so if if that scenario now played out next year, for example, where there was no police, is it safe to say that maybe that pregnant woman wouldn't be alive? Maybe. Mm. Or that he would still be on the loose. How many criminals would then be able to get away with what they get away with because there's no police where they can't be caught? Who do you call when you're in a domestic abuse situation? Who do you call when you're scared? Who do you call when you've been raped? you don't have anybody. Like, who do you call guys when you're in a fucking car crash? Who do you call? There is nobody to call. And I, and my concern is that this is now a trending word and people are saying it without actually taking a step back and going, is that actually what we want? Like, do you want to defund the doctors in Australia so that you can't go and get an, uh, you you can't go and get help for free? Is that what you want to do? Because, you know, it's 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 not the same thing, but it's similar. We need both of them. Um, They're both necessary and they both fuck up. Humans fuck up. Yes. Yep. American police in particular need a lot more training and a lot more background checks. And I don't know whether I put this in our document, but keep talking. I'm going to find that thing that I found, Olivia, about the training, the different trainings,
1: the different... Yeah, practices. there's... Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, the police need to be reformed. There needs to be anti-racism work. Yes, there are racist cops. Yes, we are not denying that. Like listening to black people's experiences of being with cops. Well then what about the Lil Wayne video that's going viral, but is actually getting hidden a lot where a white cop saved his life. And he was like, holy shit, there is no racism. You know, like, again, it's listening to black experiences all across the board rather than just the one narrative. Now here's the thing, defund the police. Some people to that them that means abolish the police completely. And like we can as communities protect each other, which that terrifies me but okay you do you other uh, people believe yeah, I, I'm, that I'm sorry I'm not for other that. people I'm not for that. other people believe that you know defunding the police just means taking away some of that funding so there's there's a lot of again even within one belief system a lot of different beliefs there then the question is like for a while are they wanted to take our guns away in America and I know Monica and I don't totally agree on this and that's okay yeah um, they wanted to take our guns away because the police have guns well now you want to get rid of the police like I'm sorry. My family needs to be protected. I personally believe, yes, guns need better background checks. We need mental health help. We need, you know, it needs to be harder to get a gun. Yes, 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 and yes. And if you try to come into my house and take my guns, shit's going to go south. You know, that's not going to be a good idea. My other thing is how about this? We say that, you know, George Floyd, a lot of people are saying, well, he was trying to change, he was trying to change, he was trying to change. Well, how about the whole Amy Cooper thing? Amy Cooper, the white woman in the park, called the police about a black man, and he was an innocent black man. I think he was like bird watching or something. And that was racially motivated, right? She had an assumption in her head of he is black. Now I'm in danger. That's her own anti-racism bullshit she needs to work on. Yes, she was not right. But now New York is trying to pass a bill called the Amy Cooper bill. Amy Cooper lost her job. Amy Cooper got her dog taken away. Amy Cooper is known across the entire media of being an evil human being. But George Floyd can change, but Amy Cooper can't. So if we're going to pick a narrative, if we're going to pick a side of you, either can change or you're who you are forever when you fuck up, then we need to decide it needs to be equal, whether you're black, Asian, white, indigenous, whatever the fuck you are, then it needs to be an equal thing. Again, what Amy Cooper did was extremely wrong. Do we need to call like an actual law after her and like make that burned into people's memories? Like, And Nicole Arbor said on Twitter, do you want this woman to kill herself? like is that the plan because right now we're destroying her reputation from one mistake that has unconscious bias that she needs to work on yes we can all agree on that and why is george floyd then being painted as a martyr when he has an entire rap sheet of his criminal history but we're all saying that he can change where where is the it's like a double standard there's no like yeah it's not fair it's not fair.
0: And this is where you need to allow for human error. And even what we're seeing yep. where people are saying on social media, like, you know, they're sorry, or they're, they're admitting to like, you know, not being aware of their privilege or whatever it is. And then they're being beaten down because they're saying it the wrong way. It's like, guys, we're all learning just because someone yep. has said it wrong or or you've been offended by what they've said does not mean that you rip them down. And like, virtually throw stones at them. That's not being a nice human being. And I think- That's perpetuating trauma. Exactly. Which is what's coming up to heal right now. Exactly. Now, I can't find the stats. I found a fucking stat document somewhere of the difference in time and training in each policeman, X, Y, and Z. Bottom line was the- Fuck, where was it? I wish I could bloody find it. Bottom line is that on the stats, the American police force has the lowest amount of training. Now, that does concern me because- which country in the world has the most amount of guns? America. So I think we can all, well, I definitely would say that I believe that the American police system needs a fuck ton of training, especially if everybody can have their own gun, like all citizens can have a gun. And if they can have a gun as well, they absolutely need a shit ton of training because in Australia, there's way more training for police, for example, and we, we are not allowed to have guns, right? So mm-hmm. we can all agree. I think that we can all agree that there is definitely more support and reform needed for the police. Um, but I saw this like, um, amazing video where a black police was talking to a black man and the black man was saying like, why are you doing this to us? And the police was going, why are you doing this to us? Like, I don't choose to be a policeman for the money. Every day we go out knowing we could die. Like you were saying this about your friend, like every day a policeman goes out knowing that they could die and they do it to protect us majority of men that go into police, police work, just like majority of people that go to be a doctor. It's not for just the money. It's not for the status. It's because they have this calling. I don't know about you, but the idea of like, you know, being a surgeon on call all the time and always have to go into surgeries, X, Y, and Z doesn't sound like the greatest job in the world to me, but they do it because they want to help people. Most doctors, I do my job, right? because I want to help people. I don't do it for the money. I because it's so much work and it's a lot of energy and I know that you're the same. I don't do it for the money. The money's great, right. but I do it because it's right. my soul calling and it's kind of heartbreaking to watch personally when I'm watching all these people demonize policemen. Imagine if we demonized all doctors for mistakes. Because of malpractice, yeah. And I know, and there's plenty of, there's, there's. I can guarantee there's plenty of doctors out there. And, and Candace Owens, I think, was saying in her video of like, they're psychos. They're literally psychopaths that become doctors so that they can kill people. And we mm-hmm. aren't, we, 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 where are they in the news? They're not anywhere. Or like-
1: or like you said, like if people came after life coaches, cause they had one bad experience with the life coach, you know, like, well then we would all be demonized. Like it's, it's a lot of assumption. It's a lot of like this idea. I mean, I even look at, um, speaking of like correcting what you were saying of like, we need to learn, like people can change. We also need to learn, like, you know, people make mistakes. Think about, have you ever watched like TV shows or movies that were like maybe a decade ago where there are like Like some things where you're like, oh fuck, like that being said now, that person would get like, like so scrutinized. Like some of to romantic shows with men and women, the way that like
0: men treat women, it's like, oh my God, if you did that now, the
1: show wouldn't be allowed basically. Well, or like Joe and I watched the movie Pitch Perfect before he left. And I remember they said something in there that I was like if that got said now that would get screenshot put on blast Like the writers would get fired people would get blasted on social media Like shit changes. We're becoming more awake and more aware That's what's like literally our planet right now has these higher frequencies coming in because our planet is evolving Our planet is going up in frequency. Um from my studies do your own research. Um Earth is one of the lowest frequency planets that there is. We have some of the most pain and suffering out of every planet. We are going into a new world. All of the astrology backs it up. These high frequencies come in. The low frequencies are kind of like getting shaken up and and those can't last. So there's a spiritual warfare happening. There are evil forces, dark forces. I don't say this to scare you. At the end of the day, the light is always more powerful than the dark. We've been preparing for this for lifetimes as healers, as people who are awake, as people who are willing to do our part it's going to work out for the greatest good but shit is fucking wild right now because all of this is happening and it's like light versus dark and there's a war happening on consciousness and we're being asked to wake up which is what this entire podcast is about you should read this one here um this tweet about the three black teenagers what about this? Like, what about oh, this question? Okay, so here you go. And even guys, if you haven't, if you haven't, if you haven't become
0: aware of this, so I've got an article here from Forbes. Eighteen people were murdered. This is June eighth, twenty twenty. Eighteen people were murdered in Chicago on May thirty first. By the way, I checked multiple sources and I went to Forbes, making it the city's single deadliest day in sixty fucking damn years right? 18 people killed. Now, there's a video going out, which we will link below of a black woman screaming at all these protesters saying, stop what you're doing, because this is not what BLM is about, right? And this is, you can watch the video. I'm like literally quoting her. This is not what BLM is about. You are, you are protesting for one man per se. What about the 10 kids or whatever the exact number were that just died in Chicago, they are who we need to be fighting for because the black on black crime rate is so high compared to the white on black crime rate and the black on white crime rate. Look there's People aren't seeing the full picture. So we're going to put all the graphs and stuff below, but Basically, mm-hmm. uh, the next highest murder total for a single, single day was August 4th, 1991, when 13 people were killed in Chicago, according to the Crime Lab, which has numbers going back to 1961. So look, um, okay, a Chicago mayor said on May 31st, the city's 911 emergency center, I've got goosebumps, received 65,000 calls for all types of services. Fifty full body, full body goosebumps. Fifty thousand more than on a typical day. Now, guys, there is a systemic issue, and it's not just. I do not believe in the bottom of my heart that it is just about a race issue. I also believe that we are not seeing the truth that. America, I will say in particular, has a terrible welfare system, a terrible health system, where if you are born into poverty or you are born into a neighborhood that is not the most beautiful, bougie neighborhood, you can get trapped into these cycles. And unfortunately, there is no beautiful system to help you get out of it. And so hence we're seeing all of these crime rates. And if that does not scream problem to you, I don't know what does. 65,000 fucking calls in one day. In one day. Okay, from Friday, 7 um, p.m., 7 p.m., Friday, May 29th through 11 p.m., Sunday, May 31st, a total of 25 people were killed in the city with another 85 wounded by gunfire. I'm like, and you want to defund the police, and 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 you think and you think that having more anger and more rage is going to help this. This is this to me is a problem with the system, and posting Instagram shit does not fix the system. You, and, and, and even I will go as far to say, just screaming in the streets and vandalizing things. It shows anger, but does it fix the system? No, you know, what fixes the system, people getting involved in the one thing they don't want to get involved in because like, I'm not going to get involved in politics they need to get involved in
1: politics and I feel like millennials wake the fuck up gen z or whoever came after us wake the fuck up it I don't care if you don't want to get involved in politics what this podcast should be showing you is it is literally one of your duties and responsibilities as a human being on this planet to vote to not just vote based on whatever but to actually educate yourself there is so much fucking here and it is up to us if you plan on having children, or if you have nieces and nephews, what kind of world do you want them to grow up in? No matter what country you're in, it is up to you to be doing your part. It's not just enough to be like, Oh, well, I'm a trauma therapist. So that's enough. That's beautiful. Yes. We need you right now. Absa fucking lutely And you better actually put some action behind that for, because these systems are like the overarching theme, or you could look at it as the foundation of which everything else is built. And so all of this trauma is coming up right now. We have to heal it. And then we have to put some words behind and some action behind what we're actually doing to create change.
0: So like, I encourage you guys, like start having political conversations with your friends. It doesn't mean that you're going to become a politics nerd. And if your friends start to like disown you as friends, because you have a different viewpoint, that's on them. You can have friends like Olivia is pro-gun and I am super anti-gun and it does not mean that I'm like, we can't be friends, right? We're allowed to have different viewpoints and it's healthy to be able to have those friendships where you can actually go back and forth with each other and question each other in a healthy manner. So if you guys haven't seen the video from Candace Owens, Candace Owens is a black woman and she did a video of how she does not support all the stuff going with, with George Floyd at the moment. She does not support people using him as a hero basically. So right, um, a couple, a couple of days ago, it was minutes million views and she said that she's had celebrities and athletes message me now this is this is an issue okay guys I've had celebrities and athletes meshes message me from all around the world thanking me telling me they agree with me but they they but they have to publicly support BLM or risk being labeled as racist by the mob this is how the silent majority is created now I'm not mm-hmm. saying whether that's right or wrong. I'm not saying about whether I support BLM or I don't. And actually I do support BLM. But again, this is the same, with you, the same issue, I believe, with the Me Too movement. BLM was meant to be about support, helping black crime, right? And correct me if I'm wrong, Olivia, it was about Black Lives Matter, But now what we're seeing is it's going too extreme, in my opinion, just like the Me Too movement, just like the feminist movement. And now we're seeing like, if you're, if you are white, basically you have what's now called white toxicity. Like you have white guilt and you, you should be, and as this Instagram post said, if you feel white guilt, you should feel guilty. Like if you feel guilty, you should basically, if we look at the feminist movement, guys, the feminist movement is actually about creating equality between men and women. Now, the truth is we're never going to create full equality because we're actually two different fucking human beings, right? We're literally so fucking different. We have different fucking white and gray matter in our brains. So, like, good luck with that one. But the feminist <laughs> movement, and I've talked about this, is it's gone so extreme that basically now if you are a feminist, you're anti-men, that's what a lot of feminists has now become, that if you're feminist, it's like, I'm better than men. Now, the feminist movement was created for equality and we've gone too far to the extreme. And this is kind of what Candace Owens, I believe, is I, I personally perceive as saying, is that black lives, of course, black lives matter. However, what we're seeing now is it's going too far. It's being taken out of the original context of what it was created for. And now if you, if you say, for example, I do not support the really, really strong feminist movement, you're now apparently like a bitch or whatever people are going to call you. Um, that kind of stuff. So that's a problem. And then if you look at the other posts that I've got here as well, three black teenagers were who, uh, three black teenagers, by the way, Candace Owens, um, told us that they were also black, three black, which doesn't even matter, but I guess for the context of our argument, it does three black teenagers who robbed and killed the white college student, Tessa Majors have all been arrested and pled guilty. And this is what she, I'm reading what she's saying. And this woman is black. If three white kids killed a black girl, it would have been called lynching. Why wasn't this considered a racially motivated crime? Mm Mm-hmm. So what, mm-hmm. if we were to go like feminist and Olivia, like jump in whenever you want, cut me off, but if we were to go to feminist, it's like, if a, if a woman
1: abuses a man now, like verbally abuses, she's standing up for herself and it's- totally Or fine. physically abuses. Yeah. yeah. It, it's there, totally there's a lot of domestic violence that is actually women on mm-hmm. men. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. totally fine. But if a man- Would say that to a woman,
0: incorrect. I'm gonna use a very basic example, guys, to, to paint the picture for you. So now, if a man holds a door open for a woman in the workplace, that can be classed as sexual harassment. If a woman held open the door to a man, that apparently is fine. Can we see the double standard here? And what I'm really coming to all the time is like, let's be decent humans. So, like, thinking about is there a double standard?
1: And does that feel good for me? Does that feel good in mm-hmm. your soul? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The other questions I want to pose here, kind of piggybacking off of what you said, who funds the Black Lives Matter movement? The, here's the thing, the idea that Black Lives Matter and the actual Black Lives Matter movement that is like actually trademarked and whatever, like an actual thing, very different. And look at who funds it, look into George Soros, look into Antifa, look into these things. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Think what you want, believe what you want, (laughs) look into it. I started at the beginning of all this donating money left and right of like, Oh fuck, it's my duty. I I have money. I need to go donate it. And I just started donating to like random shit that people were posting. I didn't look into any of it and see like, does this align with my values? Like, do I stand behind this? Right? Yes. Donating money is important, but where is your money going? Very important to see where are the millions of dollars that the black lives matter movement has raised. Where is that actually going? going. I don't know. Right. The well, Minnesota. I, I don't know Fund. because why are so many people dying in Chicago, black people? Where, where is well, it where's the protest in chicago to fight for those people like it's really interesting like look at um even uh candace had shared a graph of this brandon tatum did um david harris lots of different people have shared this graph so just because monica's saying here's what candace owens is saying we're not like oh only candace owens these are just things that we're seeing but they're they're everywhere look at when black lives matter was a big deal in 2016 um and it peaked in 2016 in the summer and then we had an election in Yep. yep. And then so it peaked in the summer. We had the, the election. It went silent, right? Like where the fuck is it? You can literally look at the graph. Yep. And now here we are summer 2020. Again, it's an election year. It's peaked. Where's it going to go? Right? Like what is the momentum moving forward? What about all the black people that were killed in between? Now you can also look at the other side and you can say, Oh, well we have video now video. Yes. Was a thing all those years. So like to me, I'm still with that argument. Where like, but the, video has always been a thing. Yeah. Right. So but here's the thing is when we're getting it on video, unfortunately it is taking that for more white people to wake up. I'm not denying that. Yeah. That's unfortunate. You know, we do need to be looking at this work. We do need to be looking at this. But just again, what are the numbers? What are the patterns? Like what are the facts here? Another question for you. A lot of people um were very up in arms when like everything at the borders was happening and ICE was like and people were in cages and you know, it was so depressing. Like children are getting ripped from their parents. A lot of people said Trump started that. Please do your research and actually look that that started presidents before. So again, though, Mm -hmm. it's only an issue. And now we're all aware of it because the collective, the majority think the group think is fuck Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't care who you vote for. I don't care who you believe in. I really don't. Like I could sit at a table with everyone that thinks differently than me fucking love you. I think that you're great. If that feels good for you, you do, you have your truth. I don't think friendships or client relationships or anything has to end over that because it's not what it's about. It's about everyone being able to hold their, their own individual truth in their body. And I respect that, but it's just, again, look into the facts. That's all we're saying. Think critically, ask the questions, huh? Is this like, can't Candace said with this, you know, it'd be a lynching if it was white people to a black person. So why isn't it, if it's the opposite, still a racially motivated crime, just Mm. think, sit with it. Just, you don't even need to answer it. Just be with that question. Huh? Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. And, and
0: I just, I, I, what what was I going to say? I was trying to thought, um, with the Candace Owens thing. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say though. Oh, that's, that's what I was going to say. So What we also, what we discussed the other day on the phone is like, I, privilege is totally a thing. Now, Mm -hmm. in America, everywhere, everywhere, not just America, it happens in Australia. If you have money, you get whatever the fuck you want. Look at
1: Hollywood. Look at Hollywood. That is a fucking
0: problem. So Mm I, you know, personally, I'm seeing this more as privilege, 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 Because if we would also look at the facts, guys, there are plenty of white people that also get stuck in the shitty poverty cycle in America, Latinos, Asians, anybody that's born into a poverty cycle. And because they get less healthcare, because you guys have to get healthcare, you have to get insurance through your fucking jobs, then you lose your jobs with Corona. So who is going to get the most amount of Corona cases? those people and we've written about this and I've got it in my notes and it's, and it's not because it's not because Corona is racially motivated. It's because the system does not support people getting out of the cycle of poverty. So my question, and I want you guys to be really like asking yourself before you think about anything, before you even, even when you guys are looking at newspaper articles, right? For example, the daily mail, the daily fucking mail is bullshit. Who has got the money behind X, Who has got the money behind, I mean, let me just fucking pull movement. Who's got the money behind the Daily Mail? Who's got the money behind the Me Too movement? Who's got the money behind the BLM movement, not Black Lives Matter, but the actual fucking movement? Who has got the money behind the political campaigns, right? Mm -hmm. And how much money is behind them? You need to ask yourself these questions because unfortunately, this world that we live in, you can literally get whatever the fuck you want by paying whoever the fuck you want. And we're seeing that more and more and more. And it's fucking disgusting.
1: And, and yep. I think too, can I, if I can say this hmm. also know, like if you're the prime minister, if you're the president, if you're whoever, you actually only have so much power who has the power is like, you know, there's Congress that backs them. Right. There are the people power of the people. That is what is a democracy. This is really embarrassing. I don't, I don't know. Um, democracy is right. The power of the people. We all, this can feel hopeless. This can feel like, well, shit, what can I actually do? if we unify, that's why the scariest thing that's happening right now is that we're dividing. Mm-hmm. So therefore we don't have very much power. Yeah. When we come together, which you can see happening in the protest, as people are protesting, changes are happening. I'm not denying that. As we're spreading awareness, change is happening, totally. but we have to be unified. So why are we bullying each other and shaming each other and trying to create further divide when actually, if we came together, even if we have differing of opinions, we, have power. Like it's a collective thing. It's going to take all of us boots on the fucking ground in our own roles to make change. So instead of blaming a president, like the people that I don't care if you voted for them or not, even when like people, win that I don't vote for, why would we ever wish ill will on someone that is our leader? Why would we ever root for them to fail What is that helping instead? Why aren't we meditating and like sending our energy there? Why aren't we praying about it? Why aren't we, you know, getting together and, and, and trying to figure out, like, look at Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and the changes that they can make because they don't go against the leader. They say, okay, well, Here's who's in office now, I guess. And they were friends with Obama and Trump. Here's who's in office now. So can I go into the White House? And not everyone can do this, but can I use my privilege for good and free people from prison and create change and donate money here? And they're they're doing it in tandem with leadership versus saying, fuck you, you are, you know, misogynistic asshole. Therefore, I'm just gonna say, I hope he fails, I hope he fails, I hope he fails. Like you guys, you're rooting for your very leader to fail, which I means know. therefore, then your country starts to fail. Like, I don't understand how that's helping anyone. Exactly. So look guys, if you Google,
0: <laughs> um, if you, if you look at these stats for the Google searches, as, as I said before, they peak in 2016 before the American election and they've picked again. So my question is for you. So after the election for all of those years, between 2016, and 2020, all of those years after the election do black lives do not matter. And what happens, what actually, guys, actually fucking answer this for me. What happens to the 10 kids that were killed in that dodgy suburb in Chicago? What happens to the day that just happened where how many people just got murdered? What What was it? Um, the 18 people said. were murdered. What happens to all of them, right? What happens to all of them when the election is over? So something else mm-hmm. I wanted to, um, what else do we want to go over?
1: Um... Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about like, let's kind of, I think, wrap on, because we can, of course, always do more of these. But again, like yeah. even stuff that we said, you know, we had someone fact check our last one and some things were off. So like, again, this isn't mm-hmm. about saying, here's the truth, you know? Like if one of us said something wrong, guess what? Hi, human. Like yeah. there's literally like pages and pages of notes over here. Yeah. Literally, we've been yeah. like researching for a week, yeah. like a whole week. Legit. We're tired. Like, there's a lot. So take what you want, leave the rest. If you're like, mm. oh, that doesn't sound right. Google it. You don't have to come at me and go in my inbox yeah. and be like, fuck you, you're wrong. Yeah. I'm human. I make mistakes. Just going to forewarn you. I'm not a, an activist. That's not what I consider myself. But I want to talk about maybe like, okay, so where do they go from here? So we've talked about obviously researching when it comes to like the spiritual warfare, we're going to link a podcast below by Jake Woodard, super powerful about Mm -hmm. what's going on right now, the energy update here. But you guys, the only thing you can control is your energy. The only thing you can control is who you are and like the actions that you're taking. So every day, multiple times a day, unhook and come back into your own energy Mm. and really figure out what frequency am I omitting? And that is actually helping the collective consciousness when we're like rippling that out. He even said it in his podcast. He said, You know, my goal every day is how high can I get my frequency so that if the wind hits me, it's like it takes my frequency and it spreads it far and wide for the greater good of all human beings. And for all of this planet, how powerful is that versus being like, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't want to get bullied. And I, I don't know. Like I just, it's, it's too much. And like, I'm just one person. So I'll, it's okay. I won't vote like this. It, you're one human, but that all of us coming together as one human at a time can create change. Yes. So a few last things I also want to mention. So looking at a
0: BBC, document that I definitely fact-checked and whatnot, which we'll put in the links below. So you can see the percentage of the fatal shootings compared to percentage of population by ethnicity. And what what this article is also saying is African-Americans are arrested for for drug abuse at a much higher rate than white Americans, even though the survey shows drug use at similar levels for both groups. Now, we want to say, I fucking agree to every every cell in my body that African-Americans have been disproportionately affected by the system, and that is fucked. I mean, even, for example... um, what about the shooting of and get? I think I say his name wrong. Um, Ab Abnod Abri, who was twenty five year old um, black man jogging. Abri, yep. Abri, He was Arbery, gunned down yeah. by two white men in February, um, and the media portrayed that incorrectly, didn't it? What are you saying, that Olivia?
1: It depends on where you look, but. Um, yes. But it's still, again, we can all agree, like it is not okay, right? But like there are pieces there and I don't have like as far, I didn't save any of like the things I was looking at, but there have been people that said he was fighting for the gun and the gun went off. So do I know it? Here's the thing in the media. It was like, he was just jogging down the street and got shot and killed. When you look at it um, and and the videos and and the witnesses that were there. And again, who knows? I don't know these people. I wasn't there questioning them. So I wasn't able to tune into the energy of it and like feel for the
0: truth.
1: Look at the police report. Right. It's just, there's literally right. documents like I have got
0: George Floyd's police report saved in my download is right fucking here. Scanned police documents about the arrest of him holding literally George Floyd pointing a gun at a woman's abdomen dot JPEG. It's legit right here. Um, you can look at these for yourself and it's important to do so. And, and not just take what they're saying um, by like as the Bible, but even with this, with this case, it's like, where was where is the protest for him? Well, my my question my question is, and I know people will say, "Well, Floyd was the throw that broke the camel's back." But my question is, it's just really to me, in my eyes, it's really good fucking timing. Because what about Brenda and what happened with her and her shooting when police just came? Brianna, the Brianna, Brianna Taylor, yeah. yeah, and her yeah. her people what? still haven't been arrested. What about her? Why, Why aren't about, we like wearing her? her T-shirt? Exactly. So. Yeah. And I know that on social media we have been posting about her and X, Y, and Z, but my question is, like, isn't it fucking good timing? So with the the African-Americans, like, in 2018, African-Americans represented almost a third of the country's prison population. So what I've also got here is the average rate of incarceration by race and ethnicity per 100,000 population, and it is much higher for Black people, right? So we can all agree that there is more black people, 1 million percent in prisons. Now, a couple of questions to ask yourself. The black on black crime rate is monumentally higher than the white on black crime rate, right? The interracial violent crime incident 2018, about half a million black on white, black on white, so black crime on white people, Okay um, and then you've got for white on black, about 60,000 I'm just rounding up a little bit about 60,000 white on black. So you've got to remember also that the blacks killed by blacks and the murder of black and whites in the US I've got a, it's a little bit outdated here, but 2013 was 53 53.94 percent per um, 100 million members of the murder of the murder the murderers race compared to 0.77 percent which is what it's which is the blacks killed by whites we're going to put the sources here so if you're visual you can look at them because it's hard to understand numbers and when you're listening to something point being is there are more violent suburbs in, a in America, right? My dad was actually telling me that when we lived, used to live in New York, like taxi drivers wouldn't even take you to certain sub- suburbs in New York because there was more violent suburbs. Now that's a problem. So more deaths are occurring, particularly black on blacks. And therefore more of them are being arrested at the scene. So hence we get these types of numbers. and is, And it is interesting how people can portray these numbers differently to fit a narrative. And then you've got that YouTube of the girl screaming trying to tell you and show you that blacks are dying because of violent suburbs, and a white person is telling her to shut the fuck up.
1: That to me is a it's, problem. again, it's it, it's like it is. If you don't agree with this one narrative, then you're wrong. It's like there's there's silence is violence, and you're wrong if you're silent if you speak up and use your voice to, again, she's literally saying, yes, black lives matter. Yes. We need to be protesting, but we're not, it's not from her point of view, again, from a black person, this is not my opinion. She's saying, I am not oppressed. I am free. Yes. Blacks are dying, but like, let's go there then where blacks are killing blacks and let's fight for that. And we're not denying there is racism. We do need to work on that. The systems, Monica's very clearly laying it out. The prison system. System, right? The, the police reform, the education system, the healthcare, the welfare, the, the poverty cycles, the violence, like you guys, there is so much here, but why are we only getting one We're piece of distracted. that? We're being distracted. Like, look at what's going on in the courts this week. Look at what's going on with you know, people getting indicted, like, look at what's going on and just see, okay, can I zoom out and just look at all of the different pieces and recognize that me being white doesn't mean that I am a problem or that I am broken and that I need to be fixed. Yeah. The system needs to be fixed. The system needs to be re- actually just dismantled and recreated yeah. because it was built by our ancestors on a lot of different pieces. Um, As far as the slavery and as far as white supremacy and as far as the patriarchy and different pieces, I'm not saying that that's not true, but it's like, we're, we're misdirecting our focus and it's taking us away from the bigger picture. Exactly. So last thing I want to quickly mention that I wrote down that is important to just like make
0: aware, make people aware of. So African-Americans, they have been disproportionately affected by the outbreak of Corona or quote unquote Corona, because in 2016, it was found that the (laughs) typical net worth of a white family in America was found to be 10 times greater than that of a black family and black families are almost twice as likely not to have medical insurance. That screams problem to me. Problem with the fucking system, okay? To me personally, shaming white people and saying that it's you know that we should have white guilt. If I'm shamed, I don't know about you, Olivia, but when I feel shame, I turn to a hermit. I'm not like being an activist yeah. on the street. Shame, shame yeah. breeds more shame. Shame. The U.S. needs to create a better welfare system. One trillion percent. However, does this mean that white people need to be on their knees on national television, guys? This is this has been shown. White people on their knees on national television apologizing for being white. Is that what this means to make the system better? Because that to me, I don't understand. I actually don't understand. Like someone tell me if they know why. I actually don't understand. um, And I can't comprehend how white people feeling shame and apologizing on national television is going to help create an empowering new equal system. I literally don't understand it. So... How is, you know, if white is now a quote unquote disease as it's being quoted, I'm confused. Like you want me to fix the system, but now you're suppressing me. Like you're suppressing white people. And the truth is there's a lot of white people in America. They are going to have a louder voice because there's more of them. You want them. You want us to fix the system. Beautiful. But shaming us or shaming me and we're doing it wrong. Right. Yep. Doesn't empower me to want to help you. It makes me Mm -hmm. feel guilt and that breeds more guilt and shame ain't gonna breed fucking action. So
1: that's my pace. Absolutely. And there is like, you know, I was talking to one of my girlfriends who happens to be black and she was talking about how more black women die in childbirth. And there's a lot of issues there. And I was like, that's so fascinating. Can we pull back and look at the system of why? And like, can we fight for that? There are issues, right? And there are things that are wrong that need to be fixed. absolutely. My other question is, um, you know, I've looked at a lot of black experiences that don't fit the mainstream narrative. Those people are being told that they're not black. Mm. And I'm like, okay, their skin color doesn't change because they don't believe the narrative, but okay, they're getting called names left and right. They're getting disowned by the black community, which is absolutely asinine to me. And then they also say white privilege is you telling me that you are superior to me as a white person and me as a black person now I am made to feel inferior, like being black is a disability. And they're, they're in a completely different mindset around it. And again, one isn't right or wrong, but can we look at again, the bigger picture of So we need to be over here on our knees, apologizing for being white. I am toxic. I am the problem. I have white privilege. Oh my God. I'm so sorry about that. And then over here, it's like some black people are taking that as fuck you. I'm not oppressed. I do not have a disability and you are not superior to me. I get to have whatever the fuck I want because I work hard for it. You know? So it's like, you guys, you have to just look at all of the different sides to this um, and all of the different lenses and angles and the different layers and see that, you know, and recognize there can be a both. And, you know, one of my very best friends, she really does believe that there is a race issue and that there's spiritual warfare happening. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe that there's spiritual warfare. I believe that there's systemic issues. And yes, I do believe that there can be race involved in that and we need to look at that as well. But this doesn't mean you need to go sign up for every single workshop and only, I, mean, I had a client that was like, well, I need to find a black healer. That's just tokenism. If you're only hiring someone cause they're black and you feel guilty about it, they don't want that. They don't <laughs> want you to do that. that like go with where guys, your energy resonates. Just stop
0: for a second. Are you actually getting involved in more racism or right, more division right because if you follow some black people that are not buying into the mainstream instagram social media narrative they're actually Mm -hmm. saying do you white people realize that what you're doing is the deaf fucking mission of racism also i saw that i was like whoa they're kind of right like we're telling black people that they're oppressed and that we're better than them isn't that kind of the definition of racism? Mm-hmm.
1: And just look at the history. Look at the history of who freed the slaves, right? Because we're made to believe in media that it's one party and it actually is a, the opposite. So again, sitting with these things, huh? Isn't this interesting? Yeah. That's it. Definition
0: of racism. Are we ready? Prejudice, I'm ready. discrimination directed against somebody of a different race that doesn't say the word black, different race, based on the belief that one's own race is superior. So a lot of white people are literally saying, I'm superior to you. And according to the Oxford Dictionary, that would be classified as racism. Just a question for you to just check in. Is this causing more divide? is the media doing a good job of causing more divides so that they can take away freedom or is it doing a good job at creating equality? Cause right now with the amount of bullying that I'm receiving and that we're witnessing, it's actually doing a damn good job at creating more hate between people, mm-hmm. even of the same fucking race, like black people telling black people you're no longer black and white people yep. other white people and saying that you're a fucking racist for choosing, not, for choosing
1: to keep their Instagram Damn. And normal. Damn, it's it runs so deep and it reminds me of how feminism started, mm. right? And then what it turned into, right? In, and in this modern it's day, kind of thing, it's, right? it's watching like what Martin Luther King fought for and then what it's turned into. Like, it's just, again, zoom out, you guys. Like just, and I love that you said it, just like pause with these questions. You don't even need to find an answer. No. Just Pause. what happens in your body and find it there, you know, and really be with that. It's, you don't, I don't, I'm, I could go on, but that's what I'm going to leave you with. Like, what is your body telling you? Your mind will be tricked and controlled and brainwashed. Your ego can take over your, you know, critical thinking can even get to be so much, but your body doesn't lie. What is happening in your body? And do you have safe spaces who will love you and not judge you, even if they, you disagree or they disagree that you can start to unpack this in, because I'm not going to lie. When I, I remember Monica and I both calling each other and being like, I don't want to, I please don't judge me, but like, I'm having these thoughts. And when we were able to realize, Oh fuck, we're actually on the same page. This yeah. is really fascinating. Again, we still disagree on certain aspects and that's okay. I don't expect my friends to just agree with everything that I'm saying. I expect them to think for themselves just as I do my clients. But it is really like find the safe spaces for you to feel supported in this because the amount of shaming, the amount of bullying, the amount of division is heartbreaking. And all that's going to do is put you into a corner. It's going to make you feel depressed. It's going to make you feel like you're not welcome. And you Um, are, no matter what you believe.
0: Like no matter what your background is, what who who you believe in, yeah. what color of your eyes, eyes, skin, hair, anybody, we live in a world where we're actually all different. The idea yeah. of equality is an illusion. Like because everybody's everyone has their own personal idea of equality like we could create quote-unquote equality in the world but the thing is we'll still have misogynistic dudes that think women are less than we'll still have people that think that if you've got blonde hair you're dumb like you know what I mean so it's coming to your own truth guys and we just I just want to say this is an invitation for you to just like come back to your own truth come back to your own energy um and like yeah, I had one of my best friends as well. And she was like posting a hell of a lot of like whoa stuff on Instagram. I had to like mute her Instagram story for a couple of days because I was just like feeling really like it was just Instagram was a lot. I called like a thousand people from it, right? Mm-hmm. And I eventually just kind of like slowly opened up to her and she was like, Yeah, I've been realizing this the past two days as well. And so it's like yeah. take, you know, if it take that little bit of a leap with your friends. It doesn't mean if they're going to assume that you're um, racist, that's their assumption to make. You're allowed to say to them like, Hey, have you by chance been like taking a step back and looking at it from any other angles? And if they're like, no, nope, this is the fucking truth. And it's like, okay, those aren't the friends to talk to about it. But I hope right. that all of you guys can just find one friend or a family member, like a mom or dad that has unconditional love for you, um, that you guys can just have a conversation Not an argument, a conversation. Respectful. Right? A conversation of not attacking, not projecting, just like bouncing ideas. That's all it is. It's simply bouncing things off each other so you can come to your own truth. That's all we're saying. I love that. I love
1: that. And that's just it, you guys. Like, again, Monica and I are both coaches. And although we're talking about all of this here, like, our, as a coach, like your job is actually to hold safe space, to be neutral, be grounded and to ask powerful questions. So if you hire us, or if you do a session with us or something to unpack some of this, maybe you don't have a safe space to go. We are happy to be that safe space for you, whether you agree or not. I don't put my opinions or interject with like, here's what you need to think into my coaching sessions. It's simply space being held for you. Questions being answered, trauma being healed, energy being moved. It has nothing to do with our personal opinion. So yes, we might be getting more opinionated on social media from here. We might share more of these podcasts and you might make your own assumptions of what that means. But even if in November we vote for someone different, I can still be a badass coach for you and I love you. And I think the world of you and I respect you in whatever way feels like truth in your body. It's just important to come out of our bubbles. You know, it's like women that, um, tell me that they feel oppressed here in America. Yes, we need to like continue to work on equal pay, but I I asked them, have you ever studied what it's like to be a woman in the middle East? Mm -hmm. You know, you can't go to school. You can't think for yourself. You have to cover yourself. Like you, you know, there's so many rules and here we can speak, we can work, we can earn money, we can lead, we can honest to God do pretty much whatever we want. Will there always be misogynistic assholes? Will there always be oppressors? there will be, you know, and that's their own shit, but it's really important to come out of your bubble of like where you grew up, especially if you were really secluded and very like sheltered. I know that I was, I had a lot to learn. Um, so just start to question, even your parents, even your friends, even your coach. I don't care. all All we're saying
0: guys is just come to your own truth and don't be a sheep. Like be your yep. own fucking leader and make your own choices Absolutely. from an empowered place where you've done your own research and your choice, whether it's for, whether, whoever the fuck you're choosing, whatever you believe in, doesn't matter. If it feels yep. true to you, then I'm celebrating you. I'm celebrating you. Beautiful. What we're asking is to not do something for the sake of fitting in.
1: Um, I have one more thing to say. Yeah. Um, did you I ever breathe at the end? Yeah. I know, right? Like a big breath. Did you ever listen to Hillary Duff? Yes, babe. Okay, okay. what was a little? Do you remember Fire? that song? Maybe? That last, yeah. Fire. Oh my god, that last song, like that was by Jam. Your favorite? Um, song. did you, re- you remember the song? Wake up, wake up, wake up on okay, a Saturday wait, night. Wait, That one, wait, play it. Can you play it? Hollywood, Hollywood
0: oh, by. Oh yeah. yeah I okay, that. I know that one. Let's play it. oh yeah could you could you write the chorus and we'll have a joy
1: right here we go <laughs> you
0: guys just look at video we're like full dancing
1: Oh my God. So So that's what I want to say. Wake Wake up, up. wake up. Wide awake by Katy
0: Perry. I'm wide awake. It's like my favorite fucking song. (laughs) Like I'll never forget actually one morning on schoolies, this is, we're going to end on a really high note. This is great. One night, one morning on (laughs) schoolies, I woke up and I was so fucking hungover. Oh my God. So schoolies is like spring break, right? Fucking so hungover. I didn't even know how I was alive and my friend was playing Wide Awake and I literally remember just being like, I'm wide awake and just like jumped out of my bed and started like full break dancing and I was like singing in my bed and I had this like dude that I was sleeping with in my bed, like dancing in my bed being like, I'm wide awake. He was like, okay, Monica, this is like way too much too early. I'm like, I am so much. Anyway. It's so dramatic and I love it. Like yeah, that I'm song. I'm so oh fucking way. dramatic. It's like what I said to my friend today when I figured out he was a Capricorn and like I've never, I've never <laughs> been used, never fucking knew this. And I said, I found the message I sent. I was like, hey, random question. Do you find my, like, um, my OTTness like too much? And he was like, it definitely is a lot, but I also love you for it. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Yeah, it is a lot. Isn't it? Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> like, it's I love it so sometimes. Much. So it's fine. Okay. let's well, all take like a I big okay. through our bellies and out. I'm just taking, <sighs> just taking a second, breathe in And out. And one more. In. And out. All right. Coming back to your own energy. That was fiery and amazing. I am Monica Yates.
1: And I am Olivia Celine. Thank you for joining us Thank for you. what do we call it? The dick, the dick, the. Oh, fuck. <laughs> What did we call it? that earlier? <laughs> oh fuck. I can't believe we this was two hours and a half. So yeah, that's probably that's why, why. We're, I'm exhausted. Same. I'm like exhausted but lit up and like giggly at the same time. Yeah, so thank you joining called? us for Dick Conversation. was
0: like Dick Diaries. Oh my God, Dick
1: Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like Dick Chronicles. Yeah. The Dick. Maybe it was like the I don't know thanks for being
0: here at the dick show yeah. we love you we, we love you thank you guys so much <laughs> and we look forward to your amazing feedback feel free to share it with friends please do, please do share it with friends and we will not be receiving any shitty DMs if you're going to abuse us it just gets blocked anyway so like no fucking point wasting your energy don't, don't waste your energy like legit don't because like we actually <laughs> we, just, we just said it to each other and lol about it so like don't waste your energy Yeah. yeah All go right. share that with your friends yeah bye bye was that fire or was that fucking fire? So a quick reminder, go check out Baba because it is open and you can get it with Queen Alchemy if you want that plus extra one-on-ones. I'll leave everything below and have an amazing day.